Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Oh, yeah, living the dream once again on a spectacular Saturday. It is yeah. Hartman and Orenberger. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 50 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Rich, how are you today? Oh, I couldn't be any better. Uh, easy, breezy drive to the studios today. And uh, I'm pumped up because football, it's debuted. It is the 2019 NFL season. The dog days are over. Well, not really, right? Because now we have to slog through this meaningless preseason before a single game makes sense. But we have fantasy drafts to look forward to. We have our favorite players to keep an eye on and make sure they're not injured during the proceedings. There's a lot of things of interest going on in football, and that is the heartbeat of America's sports scene right now. I'm just glad we can talk about it. Well, here's the thing, that uh, it is Hall of Fame uh, weekend in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, people have to understand this. Uh, I am, of course, uh, over the top about the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and Rich has total disdain Correct. for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Alex Marvez is going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. Talk a little bit about, uh, finally, uh, official for next year with the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2020, that they will, for one time only, expand the class as the NFL will be celebrating its 100th anniversary now rich is one of those guys that thinks 
if you're going to have a Hall of Fame, just put everybody in the Hall of Fame. Because I was rattling <laughs> off names to you during the week, and you're like, he's in, he's in, he's in, oh, he's yeah. in, he's yeah, in, yeah, he's yeah. in, he's in. Well, he's you in. just mentioned like some of the, my contemporaries, like Troy Palomalo. I said Troy Palomalo. I had Patrick Willis. Of course he's in. I, I even threw Reggie Wayne at Done. you. Done. Get in there. Unbelievable <laughs> success with the Colts uh, yeah. during Peyton Manning's reign. Here's my deal. Like, the Hall of Fame should really be more statistical than anything. I think if you achieve certain things, you should have your place in the Hall of Fame. And I understand the history of the game, and I understand the importance to some people about the gold jacket and the ring on the finger and, and all of it. There, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance. But I think it's a disservice to players. Here's the reason why. Okay, so uh, we were just talking about the new Tarantino flick. I might go and see it this weekend, right? I saw it last night, and, uh, well... I, I don't give anything away. I'm not going to give me, anything me. away. I will say this, though, about the Tarantino movie. Okay? Now, look, I'm a big fan of Tarantino, sure, and sure, I'm a so fan of this movie. Yep. But you know the backdrop of 50 years ago, and there is a theme around Charlie Manson. Yep. If you are not familiar with the Manson murders and the, the ranch cult, and everything, the, the yeah. cult and everything else, if you're not familiar with it, I would do a little research before seeing this movie because at the end of the movie, as much as I loved it, at the end I was thinking, if you really are not familiar with the Manson story, this movie will not make any sense. I love a movie with homework. I've always said that. So very excited to do Just a little preview. You're going to see it, right? Gavin saw it, right? Gavin, am I agree with you? I'm actually kind of the person you're talking about where I didn't really know that much about the murders. Right. I would say that. I still understood the movie and the plot, but it doesn't make as much sense or you lose a lot of what really happens. This is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. You need to do a little homework before you see this movie to get the max effect. This connects so well to my argument about the Hall of Fame. So there are going to be uneducated people out there, right, who look at the class, the Hall of Fame induction and say, why is that guy getting in, right? This doesn't make sense. I, I mean, this other player is so much better. You may have whatever bias you bring to the discussion. Uh, you may be ignorant of uh, certain successes that a certain player had with teams while he was in the league. You know, I, I, I mean, it's a rating system, essentially. I mean, if you trust the ratings, you may miss out on some of the best movies available to watch. You know, there are so many times where before I go into a movie, I hear from somebody like, don't expect much. That movie stunk. I fell asleep halfway through. It was too long. And I walked out completely impressed with what I just experienced. Everybody's different. Everybody brings their own subjective and biases to uh, conversations about what is good and what is bad. That's the reason why I don't like the Hall of Fame, because it's subjective. There's nothing objective about it. You have a bunch of people who covered sports, a bunch of people who played sports, and and I'm talking about all sports, uh, basketball, baseball, football, it doesn't matter, where you have this group of people legislating who's great and who's not, and I'm supposed to listen. I got eyes. I have my own opinion. But here's the thing. I trust statistics. I'm not going to trust your golden jacket ceremony to tell me who's great and who's not. Okay, but here's the thing. There are as many biases amongst players, and we see that in the Pro Bowl voting every single year. A prime example of that is Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison, by the way, just got elected to the Patriots Hall of Fame. Of course. He's never going to get a sniff of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not that he wasn't qualified, because he was. He only made two Pro Bowls. Right. He he was getting all pro honors, which are far rarer, 
And the, why didn't he get Pro Bowl honors? Because the players didn't like him. He was the dirtiest player in the league. Mm. And so players would basically tell him, hey, I respect your game. I am, I'm not voting for you for the Pro Bowl. And because he sits there and he has two Pro Bowls on his resume, it, it's just not enough to get into the Hall of Fame. So the biases are there. I remember a conversation I had. One of the great first ballot Hall of Famers, Randy White of the Dallas Cowboys, played in the 70s and the 80s, uh, and the Manster. And we were talking a little bit about the Hall of Fame. And I said, if if you were voting for the Hall of Fame, if the vote was up to you yeah. as a Hall of Famer, is there anybody in the Hall of Fame that wouldn't be there? He didn't even hesitate. He goes, yeah, Howie Long. Now, this was a little near and dear to me because Howie's my friend. Sure. And he, I said, well, why Howie? And he goes, look, when Howie was with the Raiders, they would purposely line him up against the weakest link on that offensive line. They would move him from end to end and just basically take advantage of mismatch. If I was had, if I had the advantage, he's like, if I had the advantage of basically lining up against the weakest guy in the opposing offensive line, I could have had two hundred sacks. Well, so let me throw into this. But these are the personal biases no, you I, would I, still have amongst players right. as opposed to media members. I, look, the the Raiders of that of that time. I mean, there was rampant speculation about uh obvious steroid use we well, had a lot of like, Zeta, sure so i mean so there there's 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 all of that and i'm not going to taint anybody who didn't fail a drug test i'm not even going to mention a name but rodney harrison is a guy who was suspended for peds antonio gates will have the same problem when his when his number is is called and his five years post career come and he could potentially be inducted into all of fame it's going to be a black mark on a resume and again subjectivity how important is that to you did they violate a trust among players and fans and ownership and and broadcasters and people who cover sports so greatly that you you can you can totally you can totally blank out all of their accomplishments because one time they were caught with an unfair advantage is it enough i mean pete rose perfect example he's exempt from the hall of fame for and and we'll, we'll never know if if he'll ever get in there under the uh, well the hall of fame made the rule that ban him because he is suspended he's like shoeless joe jackson sure. members of the black Sox. he's not even eligible but, but to be can, voted on for the hall can of you fame. write the history of the sport no without pete rose of course you, you not. How about Barry Bonds and Roger exactly. Clemens? Exactly. So this is my point. It's all subjective. Well, base, it, don't get me started with nonsense. baseball. See, pro football doesn't do that. One of the things about the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I appreciate two things. One is that the voting committee is all in the same room. I like that. So everyone can have open discussions and everything sure. else. Alex Marvez will be joining us as one of those people. The second thing is, and this happened when Lawrence Taylor, one of the all-time dominant players in the history of the NFL, had some kind of drug charges or something off the field literally the year he was eligible for the Hall of Fame. And as the Hall of Fame uh, executives walked into the committee, they reminded everybody that every candidate is to be judged solely on what they did on the field. We're not mm-hmm. looking at character issues. We're not looking at off-the-field stuff. <laughs> Everyone is to be judged solely on what they did well, on the field. And, and if that were true, Terrell Owens would have gotten in much sooner than he did because I think there are a lot of members of the media who felt snubbed by certain athletes throughout the course of their playing career. They didn't give them the time of day or they were a tough interview or they are difficult with the media. And I think all all of that stuff colors whether or not you are going to be a candidate or, or taken seriously as an inductee. Can I stop you for only a second on T.O.? And I agree with you, that was the perception, certainly T.O.'s perception. There's only been three wide receivers, modern wide receivers, 
ever voted on the first ballot. Mm. Steve Largent, who was the all-time leading receiver. Let him in. Jerry Rice. Of course. And Randy Moss. Yes. And Randy Moss was a better receiver than T.O. I agree. Okay? So some of the argument against T.O., beyond that he's a bad locker room guy, was that he dropped a lot of passes. That he wasn't Randy Moss. He got in on the third try, not the first try. He's in the Hall of Fame. So that's See, that's the other thing that bothers me about Hall of Fame. You can squint and you can make an argument against anybody's candidacy, anybody's induction, and that's my problem with it. If it was purely based on the statistics, you wouldn't have these issues. You know, coming up in just a few minutes, I want to talk about the actual Hall of Fame game because NFL made history uh, two nights ago when we saw the game between the Falcons and Denver in Canton so we'll get to that in a second. But to put a bow on this, I, I mean, if you are a Hall of Fame fan, go on, live your life. I, I, if you want respect players more, more because they have a bust in a city in Ohio and they have a gold jacket and a ring, go ahead. Idolize them differently than you would otherwise. I will not. I will look at greatness. I will look at it in the vacuum where it was performed and I'll feel excited about these players and their statistical achievements or just the impact they had on the game or that team or the league at that time I don't need somebody else's rubric to grade greatness I'll use my own thanks All right, I, I have been fortunate enough to uh, tour the hall six separate times wow. six separate times I've been one time twice I've been there for the induction ceremonies themselves back in 2000 supporting Howie Long 2003 with Marcus Allen I will always say this if you're a pro football hall of fame fan same with baseball. If you're a real baseball fan, you owe it to yourself to go to Cooperstown. If you're a pro football Hall of Fame fan or Hall, a pro football fan, uh, you definitely owe yourself a trip at least once to go to Canton, Ohio. All right, you mentioned the Hall of Fame game between the Broncos and the Falcons. There was nothing, nothing distinctive about the game, although some people say, wow, Drew Locke is terrible. Uh, it's amazing how people judge a guy after a single preseason game. <laughs> but beyond that, there was history made. Tell you all about it coming up next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Hartman and Rich Orenberger. Ryan's in today uh, for Iowa Sam. How'd you get here today? This is... Uh, Probably bird scooter. I'm just very lucky, man. Just <laughs> very lucky person. <laughs> he, he has been saying this all morning long. How lucky is Gavin? Does he really feel as lucky as he keeps telling He's us? He's been thrilled. He won't stop talking about it. It's the show. unbelievable <laughs> how excited he is uh, here on this early Saturday. Hey, um, the Hall of Fame game uh, was on Thursday. And I, I, again, you, this just shows you how starved people are for football, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a preseason game, and just keep that in mind. Yeah, it's a not preseason game. It's not a real game. Between the Falcons but they, and the Broncos. But which, they, uh, the, the Drew Locke criticism yeah. was over the top. I mean, here is a kid, a rookie, who some people, a lot of people actually projected as a first-round pick, yeah. and they thought that, hey, you know, Denver got a steal uh, as he dropped to the second round. We were talking about, you know, is it possible? Possible that this kid is going to, uh, you know, be the quarterback by midseason. Joe Flacco, you know, sit him down. Drew Locke's going to be the guy. He looked bad. He looked bad. Yeah. Now, 7 of 11, 34 yards, didn't look sharp. Well, no, 34 no. yards, in yeah. other words. You know, that's that's almost like seven completions that are handoffs. That's not even, like, really <laughs> throwing the ball when you're averaging less than five yards of completion. Um, but that aside, that wasn't the real story. Where history was made on Thursday. Yeah, may I? Go right ahead, because where was history? I mean, actual NFL, you can chronicle it. NFL history was made during Thursday night's game. Picture this. Okay. Falcons quarterback, Kurt Benkert. You never heard of him. You may never hear of him again. Never. Drops back. Yes. 323 remaining in the second quarter. Russell Gage, wide out, you may never hear of again, is running down the sideline, slightly bumped off of his route by Lyndon Stevens, cornerback by the the Denver cornerback of the Denver Broncos. Right, and pass interference was called. Okay, Vic Fangio from his sideline purview says no. 
P.I. Are you kidding me? Challenge. And right there, right there, as a rookie head coach in his first ever game, preseason game, calls for the first ever pass interference challenge. Unbelievable. Okay, so this is a rule <laughs> that you are going to see tested a lot in the preseason. Sure. Because anytime you put in a dramatic new rule, we're going to get plenty of people challenged. Just see how this all plays out. Now, if you're not familiar, after the NFC Championship game fiasco, where there was no call made on an obvious pass interference call that could have, not would have, but could have led to a Saints victory over the Rams. Lawsuits going everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The NFL overreacted, in my book, by deciding to put in a rule where you can challenge not only a disputed pass interference call, but a non-call. In other words, you know, it's one thing about overturning a call, but what if there's no call made? Well, you can even challenge that, which that's really going to get interesting. Oh, this is you so you say there should have been a pass interference call. There was no penalty on the play. I'm challenging this no call. will be weaponized. This is going to be a problem for the NFL if the rule exists in its current explanation. If I were Bill Belichick, I'd be talking to Bob Kraft today. I would be talking, I'd be like, hey, Bobby, this is what we need to do this season you need to spend the money so i can bring another coach on staff who is going to review the wideouts and cornerbacks and safeties on every single play to let me know if there was an infraction i should throw the challenge for because we're talking about 15 or more free yards per half that's what we're looking at here. You're going. If I were a coach in the NFL, I'd be begging my owner to allow me to have somebody up in the booth only evaluating whether or not there was a non-called PI. Because remember, ball in the air, PI can be called off ball too. I, this is an outrageous overcorrection. To me, this is falling asleep on the highway, right? You're driving along. All of a sudden, you hear the rumble strip, and you jerk the wheel back into the lane. Sometimes when you're all alone, no issue. Sometimes Sometimes you slam into another car in the lane next to you. Big issue. That's what happened when you saw a collision on the sideline that was a no-PI call that, quote-unquote, cost the Saints their season in the NFC Championship game. The NFL has jerked the wheel back into the lane and slammed into every car on the road with them. This is ridiculous. Well, and I believe this. Uh, there's a reason this rule was put in. First of all, you do have to offset those Saints fans that are going to be crying about this forever. Just like Raider fans are going to be crying about the tuck rule or the immaculate reception, right, Ryan? You know about that. I mean, Absolutely. These, these are absurd uh, rulings. In, in It's never going to go away. Foxborough Stadium. However, by putting this rule no in for deal. this one year, <laughs> and I would almost bet the bank it'll be off the books after one year. I agree. The NFL is going to basically showcase to all those people complaining how ridiculous this kind of rule is. Because, again, if you can overturn a non-call, nothing was called, okay? there was. It's one thing if you there's pass interference, it's a 50-yard penalty, let's review it. But what if there was no call? There was nothing called. There's no such rule for any other penalty. In fact, remember, this is one thing I've I've said over the years about challenging. If you're going to have replay, it should be all-inclusive. In other words, I'm not saying that you should have more chances to use replay. What I'm saying is if 
you want to challenge anything on the field, whether right. it's a holding call or no matter what. I should, and you know who's a big favorite of that is Bill Belichick. Yeah. He's no, one of I those guys yeah. that has said that for years. And listen, that's a football guy. So I get where he's coming from. I mean, if I'm on the side of Bill Belichick, I think I got pretty good company. He's, he's not worried about the entertainment of the sport, No, he's though. not. He's worried about winning football games. Correct. For me, as a former player and a current fan of the game and really a fan of the game prior to my playing career, I look at the game and I say the Sanctity of entertainment needs to be taken seriously because at the end of the day, that's what keeps the stadium lights on. That's what gets all these players these fat paychecks. If you start chipping away at the entertainment value by trying to get it more right than more entertaining, you are missing the point of sports. This is a release valve. It is more important for me to walk away from a game with something controversial to talk about than to feel like they got everything right as long as I'm entertained. Because, yeah, while you're going to piss off one of 32 fan bases, the rest of us are out to lunch talking about, oh my God, did you see the blown call? The Packers got hosed. And we talk about it, right? Fine. You're going to have people in Green Bay with the the bee in their bonnet, but the rest of us just enjoyed the experience of controversy. Mm, But there's one other aspect to this, Rich, and you know about this, and that's the expansion of gambling. Mm. With gambling now legalized across 50 states and over a third of the states have now got organized, legalized gambling. All 50 will get there, believe me, because there's just too much money to be made. A lot of dough. And when you have that much money, we're talking about billions, hundreds of billions of dollars that will be legally gambled on NFL games down the road, and you have a call, is the difference between (laughs) winning and losing a game, and you got that many people putting money down, you know what they'll do? They're going to go to their congressman. I've said this before. You may think this is outrageous. It already happened with that Saints game where a congressman was already ready to step in and propose an elimination of the antitrust laws that allow the NFL to basically police themselves. And you say, well, what does that exactly mean? What it means is, is that government would take control. Government would take control of officiating. Government would can take control of player movement. You don't want that. No NFL fan wants that. Everyone would just keep the NFL the way they are. So this is a fine line. Well, listen, I mean, and I do this believe this is going to work for the NFL because I think people are going to realize this is a ridiculous we, we've, rule. We've seen the sworn testimony of players on the stand before. Congress yeah. gets involved in certain things. I wouldn't be. Look, but the uh, antitrust yes. laws basically hold it together. Here's the deal. Getting back to this call that Vic Fangio said, I want this reviewed. My cornerback didn't contact that Falcons receiver, and as it turns out, they upheld the call and the game moved on. It took about a minute 20 right off the clock. Uh, So that is a minute 20 where people get up and they refill their bowl of Tostitos or they go to the bathroom or what happens. But if there's too many of those, you're going to have a problem in football. Here, The last four minutes of an NBA game is frankly intolerable. When a team has a lead, they foul. They use a penalty to a strategical advantage and it diminishes the entertainment value of the sport. They should change it. They should make it so you're actually watching basketball plays as opposed to strategy involving time off the clock, time off the floor. It is a miserable situation. The NBA hasn't remedied it and now the NFL is heading in that direction. Alex Marvez is going to be joining us on the other side. We'll talk a little bit about the big Hall of Fame weekend, what to expect as we move closer to the 
start of the 2019 NFL season. Let's find out what's uh, trending right now. We bring on Mr. David Gascon, who uh, obviously is a very big fan of the Hall of Fame, unlike Rich Orenberger, yeah, right? Uh, I mean, of course. Yeah. I mean, That's have you ever been to Canton, Ohio? Have you ever Man, seen the Hall of Fame? I have not. I haven't been to mm. Canton. I haven't been to Cooperstown. I haven't been to Toronto. Mm. Okay. So, so in okay. other words, going to a Hall of Fame is a nice idea, but not something Which that's Hall on your bucket list. Which Hall of Fame is in list. Toronto? That would be the Hockey Hall hockey of Fame. Hall of fame. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Hockey Hall of Fame yeah. is in yeah. Toronto. Have yeah. you ever been there? I've never seen uh, that uh, one. Uh, for, I go yearly. I've been to the Basketball <laughs> Hall of Fame, the original <laughs> Basketball Hall of Fame, not oh, the Oh, out in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts? Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever go there in your I, Patriots I, game? I, I went to, I actually, as a kid, I took a field trip up there, there with my go. dad. Mm-hmm. I went to Canton for the Hall of Fame game. I actually walked through there. Look at and, you. Uh, and, uh, you know, just was admonished. I just did this. Every single bust, I went, poof. Okay, no, no, no. Uh, Gascon, you need to at least once get to Canton. Okay, it's so worth it. If if you had to choose for me where to go first, would it be the football hall? Well, of fame or the whatever is your favorite sport. If the NFL is your number one sport, yes, I would say go to Canton. I go to Absolutely. Cheese Hall of Fame. I put Swiss way up there. Hasn't gotten in. Well, have you yet. ever been to the Southern California Jewish Sports Hall of Fame? Haven't yet. Because I'm uh, one of the inductees. <laughs> class of it's the only Hall of Fame I I am actually was inducted in that 2004. That is a very specific hall. Hall of Fame. Uh, Sandy Koufax is in that Hall of Fame. I could imagine your bus probably looks exactly how you look right now. There's no bus. I did get get a beautiful uh, Southern California Jewish sports hall. I did get a nice trophy. Uh, Doug Gottlieb's in there, as a matter of fact. That is so many specimens. Jim Rome's in there. There's a lot of people. So is is your trophy in the house that you uh, rent out to your your ex-wife? Prominently displayed on the mantle. Again, nothing is in my apartment, as you know. Everything is at the big house. The big house. House, so I have nothing. The meaning in Michigan. Yes, yeah, I like to look very low key. Very low key. <laughs> guys, What's happening? Guys, we'll start things off in Major League Baseball. It's a game one of a doubleheader between the Yankees and the Red Sox. It's on FS1 right now. DJ LeMahieu went yard. 16th home run of the season was a solo shot. Yankees lead the Red Sox by a score of one to nothing at 2:20 Eastern. Get the Cubbies and the Brewers going back at it. Christian Yelich this season leads Major League Baseball with 36 home runs. He's slugging 6.85. Off the diamond, Cubs have activated left. Tenant pitcher Cole Hamels from the 10 day injured list, and the Brewers have optioned right handed pitcher Jay Jackson to AAA, brought up Aaron Wilkerson. Meanwhile, in the NBA, Draymond Green has agreed on a four year extension with the Golden State Warriors worth $100 million in the court of Brian Windhorse. Julius Randle has withdrawn his name from Team USA training camp due to some family issues. Back to Steve Hartman and Rich Ornberg in just 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Guys, I was at the Ravine last night. It was pretty interesting to see that big cat, Dustin May, go at it against yeah. the Padres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrot top. Ginger yeah. guard. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's more like carrot top. <laughs> that, that flow, man. <laughs> no, he's not juiced like carrot top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, got, the Padres are pounding the guy. He's I mean, got, what happened there? He's got three legit pitches, and he's yeah. got a fourth that he's working on that change and uh, they hit all of them. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to change up in the worst kind of way, especially yeah. when you're throwing high 90s. Yeah, he yeah. needs a haircut. Okay, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that is, all right. Ghastly. That is just absolutely ghastly. Um, all right, thank you. I mean, just ridiculous. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mr. Gascon. We're coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% of our car insurance at Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Time to check in right now. Sirius XM NFL 
NFL insider, Fox Sports NFL insider, the great Alex Marvez. It is a big day in Canton, Ohio, Alex, but I'm already thinking about the class of 2020. So it became official for a one time only. They're going to expand the class potentially to 20 members. Uh, the modern class will be the same as always, but we're talking about 10 senior candidates, three contributors, and two coaches. How exactly is that going to be decided? Uh, how are they going to put the nominee list together? How are they going to vote on this? Give us some details on how that's going to play out for those uh, 15 spots. Yeah, this got really messy. But first, I must point out that you are not the only Fox Sports radio host in the Southern California Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Mm. I do have to point that out. Jeff Schwartz. Jeff Schwartz. Oh, yes. Wow, yes. Yeah. It's, a, so it's an illustrious to... list. I can guarantee Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Somehow Sage Rosenfels managed to get in there. I, I don't know how that works. <laughs> if but, I convert, uh, <laughs> can I get in? That's the question. I, I want to get into a Hall of Fame now. This is important. There you go. There it is. There's the list. I can show you there. Well, maybe, maybe then we'll nominate you as part of this 2020 class for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And this is where things got really interesting with this announcement on Friday. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew this was coming, but instead of voting on each of the, the expanded class individually, instead, we're going to be voting on these guys as a, as a block. In other words, you know, you're either going to put one in or, or all of them in rather, or none of them in. And that's and it's also not going to be done entirely. This uh, ballot is going to be assembled not by a common vote. And when we when we narrow the class down to 15 for modern era finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the 48 selectors are sent a list, and then they it's a list. Usually, it's about 120 names to start, and then it gets knocked down to you know. And you send back your responses of, of the top 25 that you want to see. So you send in 25 names. Then comes the, the cut to 15 names, and that's how we get our modern era finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Well, the average voter for the Pro Football Hall of Fame not going to be part of assembling this ballot. Rather, it's going to be by a blue ribbon committee, and I'm not using air quotes. It's just what it's called. So essentially, they're going to have some selectors from the Hall of Fame, some other people connected to the to professional football, to the industry, maybe other former Hall of Famers are going to set up this committee. And then at that point, they're going to be the ones that are going to debate this themselves. They're going to have their own vote to determine who goes on this ballot. And there's already talk, and you saw it from Mike Florio at ProFootballTalk.com. I knew it was coming, that this is a way done. as It's a conspiracy theory. And basically, this is a way to get Paul Tagliabue into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Because voters, they feel, you know, Mike feels that Paul will not get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame unless he is part of this, you know, giant ballot that is coming up. Because... You know, as a voter, it weighs on your conscience a bit, right? Do you keep 14 other guys out of the Pro Football Hall of Fame if you as a voter have an issue with one person? This gets really tricky right now with the Pro I, Football I, Hall I, of Fame. This makes – I, I don't – Look, I, you I know. know I'm a big fan of the Hall. You know how I feel about oh, this, Oh, you Alex, should see him I mean, on this side of the this, phone call. The this, fact I mean, that we're talking about this, he's dabbing the corners right. of his mouth. He's salivating okay. Obviously, we're talking the, the one fame. guy that I want to see get in the Hall of Fame is Don Coriel. I mean, mm -hmm. just above all others. Uh, you know, and here's the thing people don't know. Although we've had a separate senior and contributors category, coaches are still lumped in with players. What's been really wacky in recent years is that you got coaches all the way back to the Buddy Parkers and the Clark Shaughnessy's still on the ballot against modern players, which is absolutely absurd. So, right. um, you know, the idea of like a Clark Shaughnessy who was only a head coach for two years in the NFL, he's more of a contributor because he's the guy that created essentially the modern T formation in the 
the mm-hmm. NFL as opposed to being a coach. I'm just going to be very curious on how they categorize certain people, not so much the players, but as far as those contributors and coaches. Yeah, and even if they get a nod. And then you start getting back. Look, I mean, these guys, some people have been passed over for years. The Hall of Fame shouldn't be for everyone, right? Maybe you were a fantastic player. Maybe you were a fantastic coach. Maybe you did a great job contributing. But maybe you're just not pro football Hall of Fame caliber. Right. There's just a reality it's of that. It's not the Hall I mean, of the Very Good. It's the Hall of Fame. Right. And, you know, it, does it diminish the accomplishments of others? If we've got guys, you know, look, I love Kuchenberg, right? I mean, the guy was surly as heck. He was a great football player. But he had eight chances as a finalist to get in. My goodness, mm. right? I mean, that's part of it. And listen, there are things about the Hall, and I am so honored to be voting, don't get me wrong, but there are things that drive you a little bit crazy as well. Claude Humphrey would be an example of this, or Dick Stanfield. These are guys that were nominated by the Seniors Committee twice because they didn't get in the first time as pro, as members of the Senior you know, Committee. Stanfield actually the, you know, had three group. nominations. Stanfield got this. a third nomination before he got right. in. Right, so we're talking about not only did they not get in during their modern era eligibility, they're now taking up space from the seniors there until finally it's almost like you just rubber stamp the guy to get him in because you want to move the process along and let other senior candidates be able to get in, some of them while they're still living quite candidly. So it's it's messy. It's not a perfect process. I know there's going to be some pushback. I am certain of it from some people you know that are voters for the Hall of Fame, but the board of directors approved it, and this is the template that I'm planning on working on going into 2020. All right. Well, you know, the Hall of Fame game was played two days ago. You know, speaking of the 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 Canton area, and we got to see our first action since the conclusion of the 2018 football season. So here we are. We're all watching with uh, great anticipation to see who's going to break the seal, so to speak. And it was Vic Fangio who throws a challenge flag against Pi, his corner, defending that he didn't bump the receiver off enough, and uh, it's it's ruled that uh, play is uh, stands. As called right uh and we all move on with our lives but that minute 20 seconds was quite important in the history of this game and moving forward you know i mentioned earlier i think this rule is going to be weaponized if it stays in its current state i think if i were bill belichick or if i was jason garrett and i had an owner who liked to spend money i would be asking for a a, a coach to just evaluate every single play and point out the pass interference because there are hidden yards you could steal in every single half of football you play this season i i think this is a terrible rule alex i wish it was never in, I, I accepted to to pass by the the committee what are you trying to say here i'm a little bit unclear about <laughs> your feelings on this topic you um, get a little sense so, of where he stands yeah so clear and obvious this is what this rule is supposed to do it is just basically so it is supposed to be an emergency mechanism if you ever have an official blow a call the way that the, that the side judge did during the Saints-Rams game, that this would allow that type of play to be penalized. It is not designed to be where we're going to get into the minute, if you will, or the minutia of, you know, okay, my gosh, the, the defensive back got there a quarter of a second early when we slow it down to, you know, speeds that a regular human can't see on the field, and we're going to overturn this call. 
the standard is supposed to be clear and obvious. The play that was with the Broncos was not clear and obvious. It was a good example of a play that wouldn't be overturned, where you're going to get, and you're right, there are going to be some coaches that are going to look at this and say, how can we be, how can we potentially at a crucial point in the game get a call overturned by pointing out something? It might even not exactly be near the catch itself. It could have been maybe a, a receiver who's running out and ends up, there, or a defensive back gets picked. And then an offensive pass interference flag is thrown. We're going to see how these things come up. It's also on a one-year experiment. If we get more examples of that and the coaches use it to weaponize, then, hey, you know what? The league may not approve it again for another season. But I get where they're coming from wanting a mechanism to be able to overturn a terrible call like the one in the Saints-Rams game. And this is the best of what they came up with. Tom Brady's 42nd birthday. What do, what do, I mean, obviously, with six Super Bowls under his belt and no end in sight for this guy, try to give us a little perspective. Is Alex. he a Hall of Famer? Well, forget the Hall of Fame. <laughs> let's, let's, try to, let's try, because he's one of those guys, you know, 15 down, years down the road when he finally retires, maybe. Whenever. We're going to look back and say, what about the career of Tom Brady? I mean, it was, it was brilliant. I mean, that's what it was. Look, with the one, the caveat and the asterisk for those uh, skeptics about the deflated footballs and, you know, whether that proved to, to help him at some point in his career. Others would say it was simply gamesmanship, and he was telling the equipment guys to get the footballs to as low a point as they can with PSI to be able to help his grip. But any quarterback is going to try to do what, what, you know, to take advantage of any situation. I'm not saying Tom Brady told him to break the rules. The NFL did, suspended him for four games. But we've never seen this type of play from a quarterback, the types of championships, the type of things that Tom Brady does. And he sets a standard for others. I mean, he's look, he's an international sporting icon. He transcends the game of football. The fact that Tom Brady, think about it. If you, The guy's been around for 20 years. So if you wanted a Tom Brady jersey, you probably already bought one a while ago. <laughs> he still ranks atop the NFL or at least in the top three in jersey sales. He adds fans every year. And he is a connection to uh, you know, another generation. I mean, 20 years, mm. two decades of football, guys. You know that. I mean, you know, for some of the guys, a crazy stat here real quick, Devin Bush Sr. played against Tom Brady in 2001 when he was with the Cleveland Browns. Week one, Devin Bush Jr. will be the starting linebacker wow. for the Pittsburgh Steelers playing against Tom Brady. How about that? That is incredible stuff. Alex, great stuff as always. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, gentlemen. Hall of Fame performance by you too. Be good. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Alex Marvez, Sirius XM, and Fox NFL insider. All right, speaking of Tom Brady's 42nd birthday, is he the best quarterback in the league? Well, he have to be, right? I mean, he wins the Super Bowl six times, but apparently there's one group that says, no. No. And it's not even Mahomes. Say what? The craziness, <laughs> once again, of NFL list coming up next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Arbin and Rich Armberger with you here on this Hall of Fame Saturday. By the way, Tom Brady turns 42 today. I mean, that's such a ridiculous number, right? I remember when I was a kid. 42. And, I, you know, my parents were in their early 40s. Yes. I remember thinking to myself, oh, my God, they're so old. And worrying, so like, old. I think they might die soon. You know what I mean? And Rich, now, he's yeah. nine years older than you. You're <laughs> right. sitting with me, and he's yeah. out there in training camp for another year. But that's what's crazy about it. Let, you know, let's really, I mean, think about some of the more recent things that have occurred in his mid-40s, Tiger winning the Masters. Uh, Pacquiao defeating an up-and-comer in his weight class and retaining his belt. Uh, uh, Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl at 41 years of age. It, it really does feel like how a lot of people will say, oh, you know, 60's the new 40. Well, 40's the new 20, it feels like. It, it really is. Reverse the clock. No, no, but we don't see everybody 42 years old playing at this level. There's a reason we why soon. Father Time catches up with everyone. We saw, I mean, when you think about Brett Favre, 
You remember his first year in Minnesota? He had statistically the best year of his career. Right. Came within one game of the Super Bowl. He had never missed a game. He had, what, you know, an all time record. And you're like, this guy will never, ever stop. And what happened? The next year, fell off the cliff. Well, yeah. Peyton Manning. Because he discovered that guy. camera phone. Peyton of Manning his. comes off that neck surgery, throws 55 touchdowns. <laughs> you're like, he will play forever. And then. He fell off the cliff. Sure. So every one of these guys eventually does fall off the cliff. The question is, when is that going to happen to Tom Brady? And have the rules been adjusted to protect him to prolong his career? Well, I mean, we hear you all can this- make that argument. I, I was with the Patriots drafted in 2009. He had already been in a decade and won three right. Super Bowls at that point. In the, and you look at a guy and you say, how much longer can he really go from here? You know what I mean? And you savor every single moment where you have a great elite quarterback because I played on uh, uh, teams with and without. And I can tell you right now, when you have one, it's special. And, and you know you have a shot because you have a great quarterback. Yeah, the, the rules have changed, but that's only been recent. His comeuppance were earned where you could you could really viciously attack quarterbacks. Well, he missed an entire year. He got hurt in the first game of the year, of and he missed an entire season. And, I, and his career, honestly, a lot of rules were changed around his career. I mean, the fact that you can't hit a quarterback low, that was directly related to the low shot he took against the Redskins game one of the 2008 season, where it was uh, oh gosh, he went to the Chiefs after Matt Castle, who had to take over and won 11 games that year for the Bats. Didn't make the playoffs, though. They, it, the importance of having your stars on the field, uh, the NFL understands that they're beholden to their stars, and so they're trying to make the game safer for those stars. That is a great point, because and that's pretty much what Alex, Alex Marvez said when he said, you know, 15 years down the road, when we're looking back, what are we going to say about the legacy of Tom Brady, beyond the obvious having Super Bowls and everything else? And he goes, he is such a great great marketing tool for this league yep. even though over 20 years you figure anyone that wants to buy a tom brady jersey's got one he's still top five as far as jersey sales i mean how many tom brady jerseys can can you possibly buy that's that's what we call staying football power. fans keep having kids and they keep buying jerseys so uh all right so speaking of tom brady i want to get into this in the next hour because as we get ready for the 2019 season you know you put a certain value on Positions, you put a value on players. I want to get on both aspects of this because we have these holdout running backs and their value. We have Michael Thomas getting a record contract Huge as deal. a wide receiver with the New Orleans Saints. And then there's an idea of just value of each individual position. The top 100 list has come out and it doesn't make a lot of sense. We're going to tell you why from the Geico Fox Press Radio Studios next. Rolling on on this big Saturday, it is Hartman and Ornberger coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, uh, there was one uh, NBA story today of note. Draymond Green uh, getting in an extension on his deal. I think this was pretty much a no-brainer. Sure. Uh, you know, Draymond is not statistically a dominant player, but if you talk about the heart and soul of uh, this Golden State Warriors team over the last five years, uh, there's no question. 
yeah. that Draymond Green is that. There there are certain players who you you pay more because of what they do on the field, even if they are somewhat of a headache in the locker room. There are some players who you pay more for what they do in the locker room, even though they're a headache on the floor sometimes. Now he he's a good enough player on the floor. I'm not trying to diminish, you know, his all-star caliber of play, but he is more important to the constellation of this team for his leadership, especially having a a real uh, star like a Steph Curry who who you know is is a bit more demure. Like he he's he not, needs he's protection not on the court. The, yeah, he's not looking for the spotlight. Right. He's not looking to be the bad boy. And but you Draymond need protection on the court. The trash. He's an enforcer. That's what yep. he does, yep. and he he's delivers it. And I mean, uh, I mean and, and he does it in such a, uh, a great way because it, when things get hot, he can handle it. You know what I'm saying? And he can he can keep. Uh, don't get me wrong. There are times where he's lost his temper and it's cost them some things. But but I think overall that's a good signing. And it was as you uh, explained, it was an expected signing for the Warriors as they debut their their new arena next season. Well, it, it always comes down to dollars and cents, right? I mean, in the NFL, everybody has to work under the same guidelines of a salary cap. Yep. So you have to figure out as you put your teams together the value of individuals, the value of certain positions. Now, those can be two separate things because you may have a guy who is at the top of his class at a certain position where other teams may not expend as much money at the position, but because you have someone exceptional there, you spend that money, which has really been the controversy about running back. For most of the NFL, and the New England Patriots obviously are the prime example of this, you can rotate guys in and out. What the Patriots essentially have employed over the years at running back are a series of specialists. Some guys are short yardage guys. Right. Some guys are good coming out of the backfield. They never put all their eggs in one basket at the running back position. It's just not the way they do things. Then you've got teams that have the elite running backs having to decide how much they're actually worth. Now, we talked about Melvin Gordon, but let's go next level. Ezekiel Elliott. This is a very tricky situation for the Dallas Cowboys. And, Rich, we were talking about Jerry Jones the other day saying, and you know he's a big Zeke guy. I mean, he loves Zeke Elliott. But he said two things. One, he said, you don't need a dominant running back to win a Super Bowl which is interesting because the only Super Bowls he had was with one of the all-time dominant running backs, Emmitt Smith. Secondly, he said, it has to work for the rest of the team. Right. So we did get a little sampling of what the Cowboys look without Zeke Elliott two years ago, and it wasn't pretty. Dak Prescott's numbers went down big time. And when Zeke returned, they went up another notch. However... Last year, Cowboys were sort of floundering. They acquired Amari Cooper from the Raiders, and Dak Prescott's numbers went up big time. Well, Their well, offensive numbers. And, and, and let's stop so, there. So how do well, we figure out the dynamic of the value of those three guys? Jerry Jones is a football man, right? He's one of these rare owners who played the game. He, he considers himself the, the general manager of the, the team. Uh, you know, along with his son, Steven, who he's taught everything he knows, right? So this idea of it, we need to have a deal that works for the team is an important statement in all of this because what he's essentially saying is Zeke 
Mike's going to have to take the hometown dealer. He's going to have to get lost. Here's here's the problem with Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, I understand just two seasons ago in 2017 where he led this team in rushing after a, a, a six-gamer. That's impressive. And, and don't get me wrong, like then it was more impressive – the problem is the game has changed in just a year. Last year, preseason, remember, quarterbacks, you're not allowed to sack them anymore. Uh, receivers, you're not allowed to hit them anymore. I mean, when the rules change that great, you see video game numbers now. I remember the Rams-Kansas City Chiefs game, and I just I, I felt like I was watching somebody play the video game Madden. The score was was outrageous. The passing was outrageous. Two teams over 50, first time it ever happened. And so, so you just you imagine how much can the NFL change in just a year, right? Well, it can change a lot, and 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 then the the perfect the perfect uh, uh, showcasing of that is exactly what you just said. The Dallas Cowboys looked relatively hapless, and then all of a sudden they traded for Amari Cooper, and things changed from again because they're calling penalties so tightly on pass interference when you have a deep threat and you have a quarterback who's going to throw unabated most of the time. You need to highlight and accept the fact that this is about the passing game. It's less about the running game than it has ever been. And Melvin Gordon and Z. I, I completely agree with what they're doing. I understand with what they're doing. And I actually, I, I, I think taking the time off of training camp and the abuse off their body, even potentially going into the regular season, while it's not the best thing for their team, maybe the best thing for them, but they have to understand their place in this now. The running game is less important than it's ever been. All right. So when we talk about positions in general, and there's exceptions to every rule, but when you talk about positions in general that are most important and we talked about this during the week. I agree with you. We we talk quarterback, obviously. Yep, but yep. if you go beyond quarterback, the next biggest thing is a pass rusher, a yeah. guy that gets to the quarterback. Because if you can't put pressure on the opposing quarterback, they're going to sit down. And then you look at wide receiver. Of course. And then you look at corners. So that matchup. So getting to the quarterback, having the quarterback, having the receivers, covering the receivers, it would seem now, this is with a, a few exceptions, game. that that's where your money should be this directed. This is a space game. When you think about football, when you think about what's happening at the college level and now in Infiltrating its way into the pro level because where are your players that you're recruiting into the pros while well, they're coming out of college and everybody's running this spread because every high school team is running this spread and why are they doing this? Well, it's because you're getting the ball into the fastest, best athletes on the field's hands the most often and you're doing it as as quickly as possible. So when you do that, it diminishes the importance of the offensive line in the past game. It highlights the importance of skill position players. It stresses a defense because you're getting everybody in open space like a basketball game so yes like you just said the most important pieces of a team in order you have to have someone to get the ball out of the uh, out to the receivers you need to have someone to get after the passer next you absolutely need competent receivers to catch and run with the ball and then who's going to cover them you need athletes on the defense to cover them cornerbacks and these hybrid safety types which is why i have no idea what john gruden was thinking last year you got rid of one of the absolute elite pass rushers in the league, Khalil Mack. And you got rid of an elite wide receiver in Amari Cooper. And I said last year that John Gruden should have been voted the NFL Executive of the Year because he was directly responsible for two teams getting into the playoffs last year, the Bears 
and the Cowboys. <laughs> Had they not acquired the talents that were handed to them by John Gruden, they would not have made it. Well, now, I, I mean, you talk about the because it they, might they, have been the greatest executive look. year in the history of the NFL to literally hand a playoff position to two uh, separate again, franchises. Start, start from the start. Start from the start. The idea that you everybody needs a franchise quarterback. And I look at Derek Carr and I say he could be one. Uh, he has been one in the past. He could be one in the future. Was he really John one Rudinog. that way or was that an aberration? No, look. I mean, he had... An, he was in the uh, conversation he had, for he had MVP. Year. He, he had, had a year. Head and shoulders above most of the league. And can he do it again? I think as an offensive-minded coach, okay, Gruden well, trusts himself to get Can I back up a little bit? There. When you say a franchise a, quarterback... Define that. I mean, we have certain terms that we hear all the time. I'm not exactly sure what that even okay. means. This is a what franchise I mean, quarterback is what a guy that no. stays with a franchise no, no. for ten years. It's a guy you can build a franchise around, and I I truly believe build a that franchise Derek Carr, into what competitive? Yes, great championship a, a, level. A championship franchise is is exactly what I'm talking about. Was when Joe you're talking Flacco about a, a franchise quarterback and with the 100%, Ravens? hundred percent. A hundred percent. So now the Broncos have a franchise quarterback in Joe Flacco. They have Even a, though he's never made a, a single Pro Bowl in his career. Yeah, but he also, look at his postseason record. And look six years in the postseason, he won at least one he's game all He's a Super season. Bowl winner. Look, I, I mean, the idea of greatness, sometimes the, the fact that not making the big mistake is diminished. Uh, uh, orchestrating an offense, keeping your head on when it, when things are really tough out on the field, being the field general. Look, I, it, it is very easy to diminish those things and just say, oh, well, he's a game manager. Well, if you've been able to do that in the the most important moments of your career time and time again, you're a franchise quarterback. Is and Alex Smith a, a franchise is. before his injury? High winning percentage as a starting quarterback with the 49ers, with the Chiefs, started that way with the Redskins last year. Would you consider Alex Smith a franchise quarterback? He would have been a fringe guy for me. I, I, I would look at Alex Smith and I would say that's a guy who you're going to roll the dice and you're going to hope you can build your franchise around. And that's why he was paid the way he was after that trade. It wasn't top-of-the-market pricing. But Derek Carr, he was paid like a top-of-the-market quarterback because, quite frankly, he's a quarterback you can build a franchise around. All right, Alex Smith's record as a starting quarterback, 94-66-1. and one. That's a lot of wins. No, no kidding. And you can contribute a lot of that to Alex Smith and a cool head in hot situations. But also, if you look at the postseason winning percentage, the unfortunate reality is he's struggled to get out of that first round. Here's the deal with Derek Carr and Gruden. Khalil Mack was too expensive to build a, teal, a team alongside uh, uh, Derek Carr. So you, you couldn't have your cake and eat it too. You needed to revamp this defense, and they did. You needed to get cheaper in a lot of different places places and they did i think they were smart drafting a running back in the first round because he's now controllable this kid jacobs out of alabama for the next seven years we're seeing running backs hold out now for this very reason if he's successful you get him for his fifth year option and then you franchise him in your sixth year and you got a you got control over a potentially great player for that long who's going to be potentially a centerpiece of your offense for years to come if you protect Derek carr if you improve this defense, I could see the Raiders being a dark horse team this year, but absolutely next year when they debut in, in Las Vegas. All right, we mentioned the fact that Tom Brady is celebrating his 42nd birthday today, and you would think Tom Brady, top of the mountain, who has more respect amongst NFL players than Tom Brady? You could not be more wrong. 
from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, a revelation about the NFL players and how they really feel about Tom Brady. Coming up next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harbin and Rich Ormberger got Ryan on the board. He's like upset of all this Tom Brady talk. Uh, <laughs> all I can say is uh, 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 the Raiders are going to have to get a little more relevant uh, before we get into the silver and black. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> 
I like that guy. Yeah, Tom Brady, he's a great one. But I like that guy, Nate Peterman, all right? He gets out there, runs X2, Y slant, Y banana. I love him, all right? You know, smart guy, getting his confidence back. And uh, since we cleared out that Martavis Bryant character, we actually got ourselves a little bit of a receiving core. Guys who want to be there fighting for a job. See, if you want to actually call John Gruden ever, Ryan, just call Rich. He does a dead-on Gruden. I mean, he's... I like you, Ryan. Uh, what do you call yourself? Raider Ryan. I, I appreciate That's it. not my name. <laughs> okay, sure. It w- <laughs> Why do you hate that nickname? It's so generic. Oh, I'm Raider Ryan. This is Raider Steve calling from Oakland. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's not, it's, I hate that name. Uh, first time, long time Raider Ryan here. Just want to talk to the uh, talk to the boys about the Raiders, of course. All right, I want to get back to Tom Brady for a second because it's his birthday, all right, 42 years old today. The old goat. So the NFL Network every year announces the top 100 players going into the season, all right? And this is voted on by the players. So this is not like a bunch of yahoos at the NFL Network offices, you know, putting their votes down. This is actually voted on by the players, So the list came out for 2019. There's two things about Tom Brady that are shocking. One is the fact that he is not first, second, third, fourth, or fifth on this list. He is sixth on Mm. this list. Mm -hmm. By the way, going into last year, he was number one. So let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. You were number one going into the year, (laughs) and then you win the Super Bowl, and you drop to sixth. So something has happened here. Secondly, when we talk about quarterbacks, he's the third quarterback on this list. Okay, Patrick Mahomes, I get it. Right. But Mahomes isn't even number one. Sure. Drew Brees. Okay, let's. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Drew Brees. Slow yourself down. The players voted Drew Brees ahead of Mahomes and Brady as the best quarterback in the league. I'm going to read this line of an article to you. All right. Okay, and if this relates to the Pro Bowl, I promise I'll tie it back to this top 100 list. All right. Despite the low profile of the game itself, being selected to the Pro Bowl is a big deal. Making the roster establishes a player as one of the best at his position and can raise his visibility and lead to lucrative contracts and endorsement possibilities. Fan voting accounts for one-third of the Pro Bowl process, with players and coaches' votes making up the remaining two-thirds. Okay. So you just heard it there, the breakdown. Fans get a third. Players get a third. Coaches get a third. And then the vote is contabulated. And then they tell you who the Pro Bowl is. Do you want to know how seriously players take the Pro Bowl voting? This isn't a joke. Every single team I played for, all six years that I was playing football at the professional level, there was at least, at least... Two offensive linemen in the room that I shared with them who would pass off their Pro Bowl voting sheet to a rookie who has barely played any football at the league level to do their voting. Whatever you put, you put mine down too. Sign my name. Thanks. And then they would buzz off. Okay? The top 100 is treated with even less respect. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. But let me, let me bring up this point. Okay? Again, Tom Brady was number one in this poll a year ago. He won the Super Bowl. Now he's number six. Yeah. Explain to me. Because why, no, no, no one what, uh, cares. No, no, no. 
Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't go there. Uh, they, yes. No, no, no. Yes, this is the truth. No, 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 no. Because Look, I'll tell you who cares because this list is looked at every year. Let me ask you this. Why would... No. No, there's something's going on here. Okay. Let me ask you the question <laughs> before go. you answer all right, the question. All right, all right, all right, Let me ask you the question. Yeah, go ahead. Why would a majority of NFL players right now rate Drew Brees ahead of Tom Brady? Why would you say a majority of NFL you're players making, right then, now rate Drew Brees over Tom ma- Brady? Wait, your mistake is in the question you're asking. That is not the question. I'm looking at the a list major- of the players. On. Why would the majority of the players who actually voted on the top 100 is the correct this way been, to ask that question? This has been going on for because years. Because I'm telling you Why, right they now. They didn't vote this year? If, if you were forced to vote and you had to give your honest vote, it would be Brady every single year. Okay, so you say Brady they lied? Okay, so why would they do that? The Flategate, where what is going on with games. Brady right now where people are suddenly saying, enough, is it a jealousy no. thing? No, no. So it's, why, a year ago stupid. they voted him Listen. number one, he won the Super Bowl, and now he's number six and the third quarterback. Uh, you're why? talking about sample size. Okay, so I'll give you an example. So say you visited Southern California for a week. And three out of the four days it rained. You would, I mean, you could potentially go home and say, you know what? Southern California is kind of rainy. Well, if you had a larger sample, I don't know, like 365 days, you would see that there's nothing but sunshine well, for 250 this list, this of is those everybody days. In the league my point is it, it isn't. That's my point. You were talking about just the players who actually wrote down names. A hundred names, by the way, which is the time-consuming so process a year ago, on a piece of paper. A year ago, Tom Brady got more votes than anybody. Because, because And more, now, after winning the Super Bowl, he did not. Because Why? more of that small sample oddly voted him that year, and then more of this small I, I don't sample. What you're saying. Voted I think you're, you're making an excuse no, here. I'm People not. hate your it's guy, Tom Brady. Your love affair with a man that put his seriously. hands between your legs right well, listen, there. I, it is oh well. But by the way, this he list, left an indelible did impression. We, did we not say this? Parts. The players also said that Todd Gurley was at a Tom Brady. Didn't we establish the fact that quarterbacks? Well, I mean, Todd Gurley had a great season last year, all the way up until uh, when know, the, until the, the games counted. Yeah. So we're going into 2019, and more people think that Todd. Todd Gurley is more is a better player going into this year than Tom Brady. Look, I, I here here's the problem. Again, your fascination with Hall of Fames, your fascination with Pro Bowls and All Stars and All Americans and all these things. I understand it, right? I, I I get it. A lot of people are fascinated with it. But when you pull back the curtain and you see exactly what's going on with a fully 100% certifiable voted on by the players list, mm. the number of players who actually filled that out. I'm not kidding. The top 100 when I was in the league, this, this I, I, they would leave it on all of our seats this would be the garbage right, cans so you would are, be filled so with you're these. calling out the nfl network right now let's call it out from a guy that played in the league these top 100 lists are worthless they have zero merit you know what they the are the nfl network if you're listening i know you're based here in the la area <laughs> this list is worthless this coming list, from an nfl player this, says that nobody takes it legitimately list, nobody votes the on this players, thing the, yes it's it's look it's he not, says the players not, throw these ballots in the garbage yes, the, the the nfl network isn't to blame here what they're doing it like anybody any polling service would is they're providing the service they're getting what responses 
as they can, and they're tabulating results. They can't help who votes. They can't help who takes it seriously. The same way you would during an election. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a certain candidate who was ahead of another certain candidate, and it turned out wrong. This is the same thing. American Idol? Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think uh, that poor girl was robbed. Yeah, yeah. You should have seen the voting for the Southern California Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. A lot of controversy back then. This list, by the way, has Philip Rivers ahead of Russell Wilson. I think they're about tied. Let, let's ask a Charger fan: Is Philip? You are a diehard. Do you think right now Philip Rivers is a better player than Russell Wilson? Without I, a doubt. Yeah, Without I, a un, doubt. Undoubtedly. I, 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 could, wow. I could easily make that argument. I could, really, you honestly, can? I could also easily make the argument the other way. I think they're pretty close. I, you know, Look, I mean, there's a lot of things about they're, this list I don't mind. They, by and large, get it right. You know, when you're, you're trying to calculate who's the top 100, there's going to be argument no matter what. They about got it right. Is it ridiculous that Tom Brady is lower on the list than, than, than Gurley? Yeah, in my opinion, What about sure. Carson Wentz? Even being in the top 100. Well, but he was just, supposedly two years ago a but MVP so was Derek candidate. Carr. Right? And Derek Carr dropped all the way down. But mm. Dak Prescott's not on there. Mm. Not mm. saying he's great, but he's not even in there. At least he's playing. You again, know. again. I don't I, know. I, again. I, like, yeah. I, you know, the, to me, if you How get about the fact that they've up. got, how about this? They have Melvin Gordon ahead of Christian McCaffrey. Right. Anybody? Again, really? You're, McCaffrey you're, arguably should be the number one pick in every fantasy football league this yeah, year. Yeah, but you're, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think they I have think Melvin Gordon ten way, slots ahead of you're, Ben you're Roethlisberger. Put, you're putting way too much stock into well, this. No, well, I'm just yeah, saying. So basically, what I'm establishing you, is the NFL it, network is putting out a completely no, bogus list no, that needs to be thrown away. It's how they're getting perceived. Look, look. When you are a polling establishment, and the NFL network is acting as a polling establishment here they are getting the results and they are putting it out they are doing honest work it's the players who aren't taking it right, seriously right, enough let's fight the only the only person i can count on with the truth as we're sitting in the geico fox sports radio studios is david gascott well yes yeah mm. yeah mm. so would you rate melvin gordon 10 slots out of ben roethlisberger as far as uh, best players in the nfl uh, Gascon. Yes. You would. Melvin Gordon, I, 10 slots that have been Roethlisberger. I wouldn't put Christian McCaffrey as number one. I don't know what the hell you're thinking. A lot of people we just had, you know who said Did that? Mike Harmon. You, you know Mike Harmon? Who cares? Yeah. Mike Harmon, who, who is know? our NFL uh, fantasy, fantasy football expert. Is he never wrong all yeah. of a sudden? Well, well, so you, you know His what, you're right. number one if, player in the right. uh, fantasy and draft points is points per reception when you Christian Super McCaffrey. Bowls. Uh, uh, McCaffrey listen, would, be, would be the but, MVP of but, the league. But every league is different in terms of points and not every league has a PPR mm-hmm. the league I play in a quarterback gets six points for a passing touchdown so if I were to pick the number one guy it would have to be out of Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes wow look at you look yeah, at of you. course you're not making many waves right now I mean, uh, that's Christian McCaffrey like last year 1,098 <laughs> yards rushing that's fine. 867 yards receiving how many touchdowns he had 13 touchdowns yeah and it had, I mean, how many touchdowns did Mahomes have 50 yeah Put that in your perfect All Harry I know Comet. is that I had McCaffrey <laughs> on my fantasy team last year, and he basically oh. got me all the way to the championship. Well, so, yeah. Did think, you win it all? I think you uh, I lost the championship. Oh, there you go. Shut up. You lost it to somebody who had Pat Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> How did you lose it to a technicality? <laughs> the technicality was the other guy scored more points. And then that was like, <laughs> he didn't, he that lost is not, it. not supposed to happen. He lost his password and his kicker had a bye. That's what happened. Yeah. Well, I do. 
you put Russell Wilson ahead of Philip Rivers? I'm not a homer. I can make the argument. Really? Yeah, I, yeah. I, can, I, I can make I'll, the argument. I'll give a guy with a Super Bowl title over mm-hmm. you got it. Do oh, you have team Do you have Drew Brees over Tom Brady? Uh, no. No, 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 come on. Okay. Why would you have that? You got TV well, that's 12 what they at the have top on this uh, bogus list that no. has been totally discredited by Rich Armbrough. Well, what right. else are we going to talk that's about right. during the, the offseason, resu- the right? Resu- the results, I, I refute the results. I Honest polling work by you, NFL Network, I refute the results. <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys, we go from, major league, or go from the NFL to Major League Baseball. I don't know what's up with Chris Sale this season. Dude got roughed up again today by the Yankees. He gave seven earned runs on nine hits in just three and two-thirds innings. Couple home runs to DJ LeMahieu went yard. He's three for three in this ball game, and as it stands right now, LeMahieu doing all the heavy lifting. But seven to one, Yankees in this affair. LeMahieu, two home runs in the contest, both of them off of Chris Sale. That's game one of a doubleheader. The other one will get underway later on tonight. Just getting underway from Chicago Cubbies and Brewers. Bottom of the first inning, there is no score. Chicago did activate left-handed pitcher Cole Hamels from the 10-day injury list. Meanwhile, in the NBA, Draymond Green, four-year extension with the Golden State Warriors. that will pay him $100 million. And Julius Randle has withdrawn his name from Team USA's training camp due to some family issues. All that being said, back to Steve Hartman, Rich Ornberger in just 10 seconds. But first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott comes to mind. Le'Veon Bell. Sure. There's a, there's a couple running backs. They're pretty talented, I would yeah. say. Yeah, Christian sure, McCaffrey, number one. Oh, if you want to take on Mike Harmon, go right ahead. Swollen Dome. Right. I'll yeah, see you tomorrow morning. Dome. Yeah, you, you, you will. Because he was on with our show this week, and we didn't even vote. He simply stated, look, the the number one guy is Christian McCaffrey. I say you two arm wrestle. That's that's what I vote for. Harmon, Gascon, (laughs) the war on the shore. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Loser right. buys donuts. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, David, thank you very much. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on your car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. The reason that the New England Patriots have been so dominant over two decades is they just make a lot more smart decisions than everyone else. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to say because 2009 they drafted Rich Ornberger. Okay, they, after they, the, yeah. these past 10 years, they've benefited so greatly. We could talk about Rich Ornberger celebrating the AFC Championship win over the Ravens in the 2011 season thinking that he already had a Super Bowl ring in his pocket because there's no way, no way that the Patriots could lose twice to Eli Manning and the Giants. I want to throw up. Okay, so let's let's move on. Hang on. I will let me tell you, I told this story this week and you just reminded me of it. Did did I I, I, you you remember the story about the AFC Championship game, what happened to me? You want to tell everybody, let's go back. Rich Ornberger then in his third year in the NFL, key contributor to that New England Patriots no team as they no were question. crowned AFC championship Injured reserve. for the first time in four <laughs> years. And of course, it was the revenge game coming up for four years before when the undefeated Patriots had lost the Super Bowl David to the Tyree Giants. Catch. I remember oh. now, I was at the Super Bowl uh, against the Giants, the, your Super Bowl. 2012? The thing for us was seeing Junior Seau. You know, yeah, Junior yeah. was there and June. of course, you know, Junior and I were dear friends from our days in San Diego Love and I was Junior. so excited for him that he was going to finally win the Super Bowl. He'd been to a Super Bowl but sure. he never won the Super Bowl. It was fate complete. Alright, didn't happen. Uh, you lost to a 9-7 and seven Giants team. But let's go back to the celebration 
of the AFC Championship. Miss kick, Baltimore Ravens, confetti raining, the Patriots have won. Hmm. We're going to the Super Bowl, baby. We're talking about red and blue confetti everywhere. My eyes were burning. I got some stuck in there. No big deal. My cornea is fine now. Was it scratched a little? I don't know. I don't know. But here's what happened. We stormed the field. They're erecting a stage. You got the championship trophy there, Goodell, the whole nine. I mean, it is it is pandemonium. I bump into a woman. I apologize. And she goes, that's all right. And I was like, that's a strange voice. So I continue celebrating with my teammates, giving hugs, slapping high fives, taking selfies even. I turn around, I look to the stage, and this woman who was wearing a big fur coat, hair cascading over the back of it. The one that you bumped into. I realized it was Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. He had been sitting in the booth with Bob Kraft. <laughs> and I'm like, that dude looked like a lady. Dude looked like a lady. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Little brush in with fame there myself. So when you suddenly looked in terms of he looked like a lady, was that an attractive lady? I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So not every decision the Leather Patriots have made were the right decision, but more often than not, they make the right decision. I got another decision they might be faced with here. Josh Gordon is applying for reinstatement once again with the NFL. Yep. And if he does get reinstated a year ago with the Patriots before his season ended abruptly, 40 catches for 720 yards and three touchdowns. He was productive, and there's no doubt New England would be a better team if they had Josh Gordon on the field. He was productive for this team. So, would it be a smart move for the Patriots if he's – that's a big if – if he's reinstated by the NFL, it would seem like he liked the situation in New England. Oh, yeah. Do you think the Patriots would bring him back? 100%. 100%. Look, this is a team that's that's basically controversy proof. As long as Bill and Tom keep their heads cool, this machinery just keeps rolling on. And that's exactly what's happened through some of the worst times recently when everything was breaking about how uh, Belichick wanted to trade Brady and Bob Kraft got in the way and it ended up being Garoppolo going to the 49ers as opposed to being the heir apparent. I mean, through all of that, facing that down, they still go on to win a Super Bowl and play for another one during that time frame. So unbelievable resilience. Yes, if Josh Gordon wants to sign a small deal with the Patriots, they'll take him with open arms because it is a high-reward, low-risk deal. He's not going to bump them off track. Worst-case scenario— And he didn't last year. You get production out of him for the time that he's available, and if he can't keep it straight, if he can't keep his head together— then you move on like they always have, and you find and a different option. That, that, that is the big key. It's not just the fact that maybe they roll a dice on people, but here's one thing about New England, and they've done this to high draft picks. If you don't cut it, you're gone. They, You know, how many organizations do we see hanging on to players? Well, he had talent when we drafted him, and we're still waiting for him to yeah. – it's it's yep. there. Somehow we'll – The we'll, financial contribution, the general managers don't want to have the shame placed on them that they're de- – New England will uh, – first-round pick, one gone. No, there's no pride in it. For Bill, he just wants the best football team. So whether you're a free agent or a first-round draft pick, if you're helping the team, you stay. If you're not helping the team, you you're gone. You were told the first day – as a fourth-round pick. Usually fourth-round picks are pretty safe. They made it clear to Rich Ornberger, if you suck, you're gone. 
You're done. Uh, there is no question about it. I, I mean, through the three years, I remember this well. The three yes. years that I played in New England were the most uncomfortable years of football I ever played. I think I played some of my best football. I mean, practice certainly honed my technique and all these things, and I was a better player on the other side of for the adjoining three years of my career afterward. But it was the most nervous and anxious I've ever been playing the sport I love. That is no question about it. But this idea of moving on and still having success, it, it's something I have to learn later in life. You don't want to be the last one at the party. You don't want everybody else to know before you do. You want to be the first one to leave before trouble strikes, and that's what they do. If they're not having a good time with a player, if this party is starting to turn, they get themselves out of this situation. And again, whether you're a first rounder or a fourth rounder or an undrafted free agent or a guy like Gordon with a troubled past, if you can help, they'll keep you. If you can't, you're gone. All right, I'm looking ahead to 2019. Most of you out there right now are just anxious to get through these preseason games, but really what most of you are anxious is your upcoming fantasy football draft. We've even said this, Rich, that more people now are attached emotionally to their fantasy teams rather than to any individual team. I, I want well, let me I see I know Ryan is a hundred percent Raiders okay but Gavin you're a big fantasy football guy fantasy everything oh yeah so oh, yeah. are you more attached to your fantasy team than you are to the Chargers no I if you have a fantasy player going against the Chargers who you need to have a big day for are you rooting for your fantasy player or are you rooting for the Chargers I always root for my team you know, in general, before my fantasy team. Okay, so you're still that's an old school way of thinking. All right, so and you're, you're saying draft. you need you are in a critical week in your fantasy football league, and you have your one of your big players going against your Chargers. You need him to have Tough. a big day. You got yeah. Derek Carr. You got yeah. Derek Carr as your starting quarterback. Well, I you, would you, never have that. Yeah, no, but, he would never but, have um, that. I, I also don't draft a lot of my <laughs> favorite. Like I don't draft a lot of chargers because i don't want to just reach for them just to have them on my team why not that way you don't even have to worry about you rooting for the chargers and your fantasy football yeah, team i would the, say why don't you take all chargers the one guy i keep i always try to get on the chargers is keenan allen because yeah. i've never gotten to have him he's he's terrific how, right. about, how about if you're playing against philip rivers i mean are you you're hoping that uh you're hoping that he has a tough day out you there? need a win there's 60 minutes he'll throw a pick eventually yeah you, you know? see that <laughs> i know that yeah yeah, yeah. Seems yeah, unfair. That, that feels like an unfair assertion. <laughs> all right. So of all the players coming into 2019, I think a lot of people are trying to figure out is Patrick Mahomes. What kind of season is the reigning NFL MVP going to have his sophomore year as a starting quarterback in the NFL? Can he duplicate 2018? Team's going to figure him out. We got the answers coming up next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harbin and Rich Ornberger. Like everybody out there, we cannot wait for the start of the NFL season. We still have a long way to go. Long Endless four preseason weeks coming up. Well, don't make it sound so grim. There's so many things that happen between now and then that are exciting. You know, you can start to smell your fantasy draft around the corner. I got my nachos. I like to put a little uh, little of those pickled jalapenos on there. A little Mm. heat. little heat. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Everybody's just holding in their breath, though, because the, the only thing about the preseason is injuries. You just pray that you don't get a guy you want on your fantasy team to go down before we even start the real games. Uh, I want to ask about Patrick Mahomes right now. So last year, going into the season, Kansas City had made a decision. They said bye-bye to Alex Smith, who'd won a lot of games for the Chiefs. Mahomes comes in, and the early early thoughts about Mahomes was, all right, he's going to make some plays. That obviously Alex Smith can't make. Of course. But 
he's essentially a rookie quarterback. He had started one game the year before. So essentially he was a rookie second year, but really nice a start, rookie though, start. in Denver on the road. It was, good. but it was the end of the season. Anyway, so this now the team are gonna you're everyone's gonna have a little t- tape on this guy, and you know, he's he's gonna be tested early. Sure. And like any first year starting quarterback, he's gonna make mistakes. I mean, you go back to Peyton Manning's first year, 28 interception. We see young quarterbacks, no matter how talented they are. You got to get a feel for the league. So what does this guy do? He makes history. Yeah. 50 plus touchdowns, 55,000 plus yards. It wasn't even the numbers. It's how he did it. I mean, he's making throws that are unexplainable. The idea that he has a rocket arm, can throw across his body. He did everything. We saw everything in that first year. Listen. So, so listen, the talent. Let listen, me just ask you no, this question I, I, I got before the question. you say anything. I got to ask yeah, the question. I, I've heard you talking about Mahomes is recession proof. Okay, he, that's a good interesting. Recession proof. Okay, let me tell you why. There's, in other words, there's no why. way to prepare for this guy. No. There's no defense Look, for him. There are certain guys who are so lucky by circumstance, right? He's talented. There's no questioning that he is. He has arm talent. He's athletic. He has uh, a command of an offense. He's intelligent. So all these things, good leader, right? You know, good guy. Okay. All that, those intangibles can be true, and you could be paired with a terrible offensive coordinator, and you can stink. Okay, he's with Andy Reid. Andy Reid is one of the most brilliant offensive lines minds in the NFL. Still, I mean, think about Tom Brady getting drafted by the Patriots in the sixth round, playing behind Bledsoe for a year, getting his start in his second year. He has been on a trajectory of growth his entire career because he is not only talented, as we already know, and has been proven multiple times over six rings, but also the fact that he had a year to incubate in a great system. This is the same thing with Mahomes. Okay, so that based on what you're saying is in a great system. He should be got a year of incubation. Then he's he's going to put up better numbers he could potentially put up better numbers he is recession proof Mahomes is going to be just as good as he was last year in his third year as he was in his second year keep in mind in his postseason he did not throw an interception I look at I what I saw I would agree with you I mean he he has such out of this world talent that based on just a single year in the system no, to two put up years. These, Again, that's my point. I understand you want to underrate the value of of I, I, it was game. one game. I get it. A you wanna, game, but but still, when you have an opportunity to be an understudy, when you have an opportunity to have a redshirt Come year on. in the NFL, you have no idea really? how important this is. You get to see all the mistakes you see, in real no, time. No, you get no, to no. practice against. It's not the same defense. as playing in the it game. It isn't the same, but again, it allows you to catch your breath. We it thought is a, a lot of understudies were going to make he it. He never. Big hit a rookie wall because he never had to okay so now do you believe that nate peterman working under john gruden is going to be a much different quarterback than he was in all Buffalo? pro if Derek pro. carr goes down and nate peterman is handed the ball he is going to lead the silver and black to it'll be like when jim plunkett came Listen in to me and right won two now. super bowls you want to talk about bench. elite passer nate peterman you see this wrinkle between my, my my eyes right on the bridge of my nose that means i'm serious you understand me harman all right okay, we're in the guy go fox sports radio studios yeah we got so much more nfl news <laughs> don't go anywhere coming up next
Yes, one day closer. One day closer to the real games beginning around the National Football League. It is Hartman and Ornberger. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Hey, I wanted to bring something up with you because this just happened in the state of California and you can feel it. The winds of change are coming at the youth level as far as football is concerned. The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, signed into law. This won't be an enacted until 2021, but the law has been signed that only 30 minutes twice a week will youth level participants in football be allowed to make full contact with one another. Now, when you say youth level, that's high school. Understand what that means. We're not talking about kid kids. That that is a law that they're trying to. It's not trying. On. It's it's signed. It right. is going to happen. Words, all right. So twenty twenty one January right, again. As far as the governor of California is concerned, again, consider the source of of where we're talking. It's California. Well, I mean, this is well, this, this is a state that has uh, now gone all the way as far left as possible. As far as PC is concerned, and that is both good and bad. Well, look well, at. Let let me, let I will me, ask me, you. Yeah, I'll ask you. Go ahead. If you were to dramatically, as this law will provide, limit time for practice for high school football players in the state of California, sure. how will this hurt them long-term as they compete for those college uh, scholarships where states don't have these restrictions in Ohio or Texas yeah. or Florida or other football-rich talent schools. What kind of disadvantage will this give California kids? People are really missing the mark when they argue against this progress. And the reason is this. At the NFL level, what I experienced was less contact than I ever experienced in, in my entire career. And the reason was because slowly but surely, the science was catching up with sport. And the science was suggesting that rest is important. It's as important as work. That that these sub-concussive uh, impacts can actually uh, dull you, you know, heading into a game week. So many coaches, I mean, it's been legislated in the new collective bargaining agreement at the NFL. NFL level that you're allowed to practice full contact once a week all the way through 14 weeks of the season but many coaches don't even do that because they realize the wear and tear on the body is not worth that exchange is not worth now at the youth level people argue but how will they learn how to tackle how will they get tough look if you are a smart football coach if you use your time wisely if you practice good technique on bags and then you have the 30 minutes that you are required now to keep the contact limited to, you can still have a successful, tough, uh, uh, talented, technique-savvy football team. It, 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 to me, this is, this is legislation heading in the right direction. The idea, the idea that we will protect children more from breaking their bones and we're more concerned about growth plates breaking because that'll stunt their growth in the future and we're less concerned about the organ that runs your entire body, which is your brain, is bizarre to me. All right, so as far as the youth football is concerned, a year ago we had the uh, passing recently of Hall of Famer Nick Bonacani, uh, of course middle linebacker of the undefeated Dolphins back in the day. And as you know, his son Mark was a uh, 
paralyzed in a football accident. Sure. And he was very involved with the uh, paralysis uh, uh, movement and, you know, finding a cure for paralysis. But he was also very adamant because a couple of years ago he disclosed that he felt like mentally he was losing it and he wanted to donate his brain to science once he passed. Yeah. Well, he's now passed. So when we're talking about youth football, I'm not talking about pre-high school football, they have what they call the under-14 flag football. Under-14 flag football. Now, I was talking to Will Blackman here last week, and Will Blackman started playing tackle football when he was six years old. And I asked him about this. Now, I know you didn't because you were playing other sports. Yeah. So, but this idea of, I mean, if you really want to take a next level, flag football before 14. In other words, no tackle football period exclamation point before the age of 14 and by the way the science says this and you have two young boys right now here's what it, there there's a reason for 14 it yeah. wasn't just a random number the ratio of your head to your body when you're let's say six or seven years old essentially you're like a human bobblehead yeah yeah your head yeah, I got a, a four-year-old at home. I know exactly well, what you're talking you about. You know what they are, right? Slender shoulders, small will, neck, right. giant head. By the time you get to 14, on average, with yeah. very few exceptions, proportionately, I mean, you'll still get bigger and everything else, but at least proportionally, the head-to-body size is that of an adult by the time you're 14 sure. years yeah. of age. And so they have. that's why they've established this about you know, the I development of the neck. Well, here, look. I, so let me jump how, in here with But how would kids. that affect the game long-term? If we yeah. were to ban all tackle football before Again, the age of fourteen, this is my same argument. Like when when I hear coaches outraged about how little practice time they get, so is everybody else. It's not just you, Coach X. It's also Coach Y and Z on different teams getting less practice time. So you can say, yeah, this is watering down our sport. We don't have enough time to teach appropriate technique or or get the playbook installed or all these things. Well, neither do the rest of the teams. So that competitive advantage talk is nonsense the 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 sport will be on average what the sport is if these laws are passed and are consistent across all states right at the youth level if you have this be legislated widely well then there won't be any issue again california obviously on on the front line of this and you mentioned there well you here, know, here's a more the high school state law. maybe all right now yeah. middle and high school football teams this was a previous state law they are limited to 90 minutes per day of this is the previous con- law right yeah, yeah. full contact 90 minutes per day, twice a week. Yep. So an hour and a half practice twice a week, you can go full, full contact, contact that entire time. At the, at the high school I'm level. telling you right now, now does, a full but again, contact I'll get back. practice does for Does this put hour and you a half? at a disadvantage? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Here's the problem. When you are teaching good fundamental technique, there are things you absolutely in a contact sport have to practice full speed live scrimmage situations. But many, 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 many times when you are working on on tackling, when you're working on good blocking form, you can get just as much instruction done taking off the full pads, going a limited contact practice. I've done it throughout my career. As a matter of fact, I, I, I probably throughout my career wore shells, which are like these these 
fake, almost they look like lacrosse shoulder pads, uh, more than I wore actual shoulder pads at practice. And and the technique didn't suffer. You could still learn a playbook. The violence of the game in it is inherent. And and I, I compare football to another full contact sport, like boxing. At the amateur level, nobody gets to box without headgear on. Even in the Olympics, these are grown men. They're fighting with headgear on. And then when you become a pro, you have to take the headgear off. And a lot of people find out at the pro level, I don't have the chin for this sport. Because getting hit without headgear is a lot different than getting hit with it. And so there are washouts. There are people who suffer. Uh, and, and I mean, from the standpoint of, of surviving the sport, there are washouts. But that's fine. That's going to happen in every sport at every level. Safeguarding a kid's brain and, and and protecting the most important organ in the body early in life makes perfect sense to me. Because if we're again, if we're going to protect growth plates, if we're going to protect kids from breaking their hip because they're worried about them being stuck at five foot three the rest of their life, why are we subjecting kids to an hour and a half of contact practices, potentially putting the most important part of your body in harm's way? Well, here's the one thing they were most concerned about with the health of our children and that is their brain more than anything else you get a broken bone okay it'll heal the brain doesn't no and so here here's here's as long as the human brain is as it is which will be for eternity your brain is swimming in fluid inside your skull that's where it is it's in that fluid inside your skull there's not a helmet in the world that will ever be developed, that will protect you from concussions. And in fact, the so-called improvement in helmets has made matters worse because you feel like you have a certain level of invincity because you have this helmet. They say, this is the safest helmet possible. Great. You come in with that helmet, boom, concussion. Because the the brain is floating in fluid, yeah. you stop. Yeah, that that is going to slam against the skull, and you're going to suffer I mean, look, a concussion. Look, it, to so, a certain extent, I agree with you. Helmets can protect from superficial injury. There's that's no question the idea. About it. They were only developed yeah. to prevent skull fractures, skull fractures, and things like that. But still, I mean, they can they can and have saved lives. Here's the issue, though. But they haven't those, saved brains. The, yeah, those 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 sub concussive blows. A 90-minute practice as an offensive lineman, I can promise you, if we're going full contact the whole time, I'm probably leaving that that practice suffering 80 to 100 hits to my head. How many times do you actually get your bell rung without technically your helmet making contact with another player? Just by the physical jolt yeah. of slamming up against another 300-pound man has think about reverberations a for yeah. your entire body. Think about a receiver crossing the middle, gets hit, you know, legal hit, right. right right, in the midsection, lands on his butt. The fact that he's going from full speed to a jarring halt, even though his head doesn't make contact with the, the player who hit him yeah. or the ground itself, doesn't mean that the brain inside of the skull didn't rock against the skull. I, I mean, that's, that is 100% accurate. So limiting as much contact as possible is the only way to limit as many concussions and brain injuries as possible. And so Nick Bonacati is one of many players who played through the years where there wasn't as much research or that research was hidden as we know it has been. That's been proven, by the way, from players who are concerned about their health long term. Uh, we'll obviously suffer the results of those times. Hopefully that improves. All right. It is the month of August. And that's really good news if you're a college football fan because the first 
full weekend of college football will be in the month of August, August 31st, that yep. big Saturday. So as we count down the start of the college football season, something tells us that it's going to be business as usual. And that actually may be a very good thing. We'll explain coming up next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Arbin and Rich Orenberger. So I'm getting very excited about college football. Oh, because, yeah. you know, my fanaticism. I don't know if you know this. 
Uh, but I have a Heisman vote. You know what? This first time you've said that. Yeah. It's so strange, and I've yeah. known you all these years. You, you have a Heisman vote. <laughs> this will actually be the 10th year that I have uh, voted for the Heisman Trophy. And look, I Rich knows me very well and knows my fanaticism uh, for college football. I yes. Just, I yeah. can't get enough. You, I, you, know you know more about my career than I know about my I career. Just, and I just, and with uh, great honor, believe me. Um, so we look at that very first week of the college football season. There are actually two games that are going to come up on Saturday, August 24th, a week early. Miami's taking on Florida, Arizona's and Hawaii. And then it starts Thursday by 20 games, Friday the 30th, another eight games, Saturday, obviously, the oh, full up. slate. And then because the NFL doesn't start till the following week, you get a Sunday game on September 1st, Houston at Oklahoma, perhaps Jalen Hurts' debut as the Oklahoma coach. And then you get a Monday game. Or, or as the Oklahoma qu- quarterback, uh, Lincoln Riley, of course, will be coaching. But, yeah, you yeah. get the Monday nighter against uh, no, Notre, Dame Notre, Notre Dame at the Bill. Notre yeah. Dame at the Bill. Yeah, look, All right, so, I'm but, pumped up for the college football season to start because that is a great thirst quencher on your way to the pro football season. And, and truly, I think, you know, in, in many ways, the college game is more fun to watch. Yes, it's Fresh also faces. It's, it's also a lot more predictable. Yeah, well, it's... When you say predictable, certainly at the top, it is. The uh, coaches poll just came out, and the, by the way, preseason polls are always ridiculous. But anyway, they've been doing it forever. Anyway, you got the coaches poll. Clemson, after demolishing Alabama in the so called national championship game, they are number one. Alabama is number two. Over the last four seasons, their record is identical. Yep. Clemson's won two national championships, so called. Alabama, the same. So now you've got this year coming up with Trevor Lawrence, the true sophomore quarterback who was phenomenal last year, going against a guy that, I, at least on paper, I would imagine is your preseason favorite for the Heisman Trophy, Tua Tunga-Vailoa, who apparently had it wrapped up last year yep. until very late in the season when he got overtaken by Kyler Murray. So, Rich, Clemson, Alabama. Alabama, Mm. Clemson, Mm -hmm. back and forth, back and forth. We talked about this over a four-year span between the Golden State Warriors and the Cavaliers, saying it was great when you got there. Ratings were big because you want to see these Titans play, but that's a game at the end of the season. How does this play out for the rest of college football if, as expected, Clemson and Alabama just sail undefeated all the way to a, a final meeting. Well, what works, obviously, and it does for college programs, is you have a dedicated base. Yes. You have people who went to Alabama who, regardless of whether or not they're going to storm through the field, they're going to be watching those games. Same to be said about Clemson. Same to be said about Ohio State. I go on and on. The deal is, even though there isn't great parity, there's still great interest in seeing great players and then potentially them making that tra- transition to the NFL. So the college game's unique like that. A lot of people say, well, what about the playoff system? It's broken. I don't think it's broken. As a matter of fact, they, they got it exactly right because if you look at the ratings for these games, they're incredible. They're incredible. They have it all right. They have the, these, these semifinal games going into the finals, or I should say the national title game. It's the perfect amount. Now, if you expand it, I'm sure you would still do fine with, say, 
a field of eight whittling down. But if you go beyond that, too far beyond that, right. if we reach inevitable I, ends, I don't say you have to. I, I'll even year. concede eight is enough. Yeah, eight, yeah. eight is enough. If you get too far out of Because also you have these conference championship yes. games. So if you, if you have a conference championship game as your 13th game. Yep. And then you go 14, 15. Now you're up to 16 games. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I, I see. I mean, okay. So you, it's again, if you have a conference championship game, and we, we, we say with an 18 field, that's how you do it. You have the five conference championship game winners of the big five, you have the highest ranked team from the, Elite five, and then you have two wild card teams, yeah. which, by the way, would allow Notre Dame to get in because they're not yeah, yeah. affiliated with so the you conference. Have the, the power five, right. you have the group of five all represented. You have all your conference champions. And a couple of wild cards. And then, yeah, two yeah. at large. Yeah. And then you have eight. Look, yeah, I think that is as far as you can really Can you imagine it. playing 16 games at the collegiate level? Not really, no. But I, I will say this, again, with all of the restrictions being placed on contact at practice, even at the collegiate level, all of the, the changes in the game on the field. You're not allowed to target. You're not allowed to hit hard over the middle. Uh, you're subjected to flags if you harass the passer too much, the r- running backs, the receivers in open field too much. I mean, the game is becoming safer. So Okay, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you this because they already do this, but I'm going to say this. All right, let's say we have three full rounds. Mm-hmm. We have a quarterfinal, semi, and a final. So you obviously have a period of time between the conference championship game and that first playoff game. But instead of playing them every week, let's say you play every 10 days. Right. So actually they do that between the semifinals and the championship game now. Right. So if you had the quarterfinals and then the semis are 10 days later and then the championship game is 10 days after that, would that make a difference? It, uh, look, yeah. And again, time, you've had, time off you've in had between several games. weeks yeah. off time, between time the off conference between. championship and the... Here, here's the issue you run into. All if right. you have too many games at the collegiate level, uh, many players, even though they don't sign with their agents, maybe they're receiving a little advice through family members from right. their agents. When you are a top prospect coming out of college, and obviously many of the top teams have the top prospects coming out of college, you may be encouraged not to play in your playoffs, especially if they're expanded. Now, two games you can sort of yeah okay yeah he's got a chance to win a national title game against better judgment go out there and win one for the gipper but here's the problem if you expand it too far out if you expose yourself to three more instances of of a career changing injury and i'm talking about just tearing an acl can drop you down all the way into the second round or 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 farther down the board as we've seen many times you're talking about sacrificing tens of millions of dollars to play in three more games at the college level, you don't want to water this down too far because, again, unless you pay these college players, they're not going to be showing up for these postseason appointments. I promise you that because the world is changing in that respect too. I want to see more of a – I want to see a legitimate playoff. What they have right now is exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's a made-for-TV ESPN event. And I don't blame ESPN. They have the most money invested in college football. Of course. And they have two conferences that they cover, the SEC and the ACC. So they're giving them – you know, from the very beginning, what really got to me when I really realized this was going to be – what it was, was early on that very first season. So we were told with this playoff that they would have a committee like they had had, you know, back in the BCS days, a committee would sit down and decide at the end of the season, the four teams that were going to be in the playoff. All right. I thought that's fine. But then all of a sudden about week seven, 
they came out with their ratings. Yes. And immediately, I remember Clemson <laughs> was one, and ESPN's number one ranked Clemson. I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold, hold on a second here. I thought the committee was only supposed to decide yeah. at the end of yeah, the year yeah. who the four teams is. Look, now, look. all of a sudden, they're meeting every week to create yet another yeah. ratings instead of the AP or all we the know coaches. know what this is about. Look, that drives the interest. That's it what drives I controversy. It was just it drives about con- promotion yes, yes, yes. and everything look, else. Look, look, look. Remind me and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Right. But wasn't it the Astros in the year that they beat the Dodgers in the World Series? Two years ago. They were an AL wild card team and they beat the Yankees first round do I have that right I don't believe they were the wild card that year. Did, did they win their division? They so were, look that up. But I'll tell you, what, here, as far as wild card concerned, the year that the Giants play the Royals, both of them were in the one game playoff wild card games and went all the way to the series. But 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 here's my here's my whole th- thought process here. I mean, if if I mean if that wasn't the case, then then let's well, I'll look it up. Let's then. recreate the yes. circumstance and say it was. Would you prefer to have the Astros or the Yankees play the Dodgers in the World Series? If you could select it, you would have Yankees Dodgers, right? I mean, that's better box office. So yes, while everybody asks for fairness, everybody asks to see who the undisputed champion of college football is. The truth is. Everybody wants to see a great matchup. There is that part of you that says, yes, well, Fresno State or San Diego State getting a fair shake at winning a national championship game. Across the United States, who's the bigger draw? Alabama or Clemson or Ohio State? I mean, th- there's no argument well, there. Well, I've they're, always they're, said they're this. More, they're You're promoted right. more. And, right. and, and, you know, you more go of back, their players go to, off to the NFL and, and all of the such. When you, when you had the BCS, they would decide the two teams that were going to be there. Remember the all-time game, Texas-USC. Sure. I mean, it was the game of the right. century. Right. And I was at the Rose Bowl. It lived up. It exceeded. It was an incredible game. Reggie Bush, but Vince Young. in a playoff situation, there's always a chance that matchup never happens. How many times is the Super Bowl actually a matchup of the two best teams? You could say, well, I mean, let's go back to your Super Bowl when you play against a 9-7 and seven Giants team. That was a year that the Packers, coming off a Super yep. Bowl win, went 15-1. Yep. and one. Yep. Aaron Rodgers was dominant, and they lose to the Giants. Ah, you know, so, they, I mean, if yeah. you guys – I'm sure you guys were feeling like, hey, the Packers <laughs> were the team we would most likely face. They were Super well, Bowl uh, champions, 15-1. and one. We had beaten the Giants in the preseason. Yes. We had beaten the Giants in the regular season, in, t- in the 2011 season, and then we're going to be facing them in the Super when Bowl. When you walked off the field after that Super Bowl, did you feel like the Giants were the best team in the NFL? They were the best team that day. Okay. Well, you know, that's, and, that, but that's the way it that's, is in all yes. playoffs. Yeah, I get College it. College football has been different than any other sport because you could look at it both ways. Even though there's never been a legitimate playoff ever in the history of Division One football, you could say, though, the teams that have been recognized as the national champions – were the best well, teams you know, in those years. I, you could, you, and you know, it, it's certainly easier to eyeball it at the college level. Right. Here, here's the crazy thing, though. I, you know, while while I say, you know, maybe you're chasing down the best matchup for the Final Four and then for the championship game in college football, I do think that if you expanded the field to eight teams, I do feel that if you had the conference champions in the Power Five represented, and then you selected a a group of five champion, and you had those 
six teams and then added two at large so you could you know say Ohio State is just you know you know they they get beat by Penn State in the conference championship game but but I mean they they had an undefeated season up until then maybe they get in I'm fine with it I'm fine with it you know those decisions because at worst at worst you'll have a group of five team play against a power five team or an at-large team and that's still box office to me I think that works all right well when it's all said and done expect Alabama and Clemson to be faced off again in the yeah, final no, game. No question. Maybe another team will break out. Unlikely. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Let's find out what's trending right now. So, Gascon, can you think of anyone other than Clemson or Alabama that might sneak into the uh, championship game? Texas? A lot of people are liking Texas okay. this year. Okay. They're on the rise. Uh, I mean, you have Oklahoma. I mean, that's going to be... Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Um, I saw Ohio State's in the coach's top five. Of course. With no Urban Meyer, no Dwayne Haskins. Georgia would seem to be the other team that a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, it always seems like they're around, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, they were there a couple of years ago, blew their chance. Jalen Hurts sounds like a, a tagline for its own, like park, <laughs> park and Fly, Jalen Hurts, Netflix and Chill. Well, you know. Let's see if they can go back to back to back with Heisman Trophy <laughs> that would, be, would that be unbelievable? Lincoln Riley's been at Oklahoma for two years, has yeah. had two quarterbacks win the Heisman. If he made it three for three, that would be off the chart. Of course, this quarterback is over six feet tall, too. So. Yeah, right. which helps. Exactly. It yeah. does help. Rich, to answer your question, 101 was the win total for the Houston Astros in 2017. 101, yeah. They, they, yeah. they, they won their the division. They won the division, <laughs> they and they beat the Yankees in the league championship. That's what it was. Okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Yankees beat the Cleveland Indians in that uh, divisional round. That is what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. All right. But they weren't in the wild either, card either, No, no, they weren't. But either way, you know, you, you, you think about if you could choose the matchup. Sure. You right. know, you'd obviously choose. See, what, what, what Rich wants, uh, David, he wants every round in baseball to be one game. One game. No chance. Yeah, one, one game. game. One Sudden death. Sudden Make death. it just like football. You would have viewership in droves. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, here, go back to what you guys are talking about, having the equal parity, I guess, with college football. Right. Because high school football, you get 10 games, and then potentially with playoffs, you can get 14. Right. If you're trying to groom these guys to be in the National Football League, it's all about body conditioning, too. Why wouldn't you get the college-level games to 14 or 15 games? Well, I mean, right now they are. If you, uh, But yeah, they, you now we're talking a 16th game if right. you extend the playoffs. But like I say, you, you get a few weeks off anyway, a couple weeks at least from the end of the conference championship game if you're in it and the start of the playoffs. And then if you space the quarters, the semis, like a 10-day instead of seven days apart, I think that's... I, I don't know. Look, the, the uniqueness of college football to me is great. The fact that, you know, teams play uneven numbers of games year to year. The fact that yeah, it's sort of like the argument, well, we should make all bar, ballparks in Major League Baseball the same, the same dimensions. No, that would take away the uniqueness of it. I kind of yeah. like Did how Did you like the bowl com- games back in the days, Rick? Yeah. yeah, I went to four of them. I They're know. Great. You went to, let's see, Orange Bowl, Outback Bowl, Alamo Bowl, Rose Bowl. Won all but one of them. <sighs> We won all of them except yeah. for one. Yeah, yeah, I remember the one you yeah, lost. That one hurt. Oh, yeah. The one that got away. Eesh. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. Woo. 
Mr. Butt Fumble. <laughs> USC Trojan just yeah. tore us up in the Rose Bowl. Oh, oh, man. All right, let's find out what's going on with Gascon. All right, guys, Major League Baseball, Yankees clubbing the Red Sox 9-2 in this thing. Chris Sale's done for the afternoon. He went three and two-thirds, give eight earned runs on nine hits. Two of them, DJ LeMahieu, he went yard. He's three for five in the ball game. Four runs driven in, including two homers in this one. Keep in mind, it's game one of a doubleheader. Cubbies and Brewers going at it right now from Chicago. Cole Hamels has been fantastic coming off the 10-day injury list. Four innings, three hits, no runs, no walks, and five Ks so far. It's one nothing Chicago in this one. Later on today, you get the Dodgers and Padres back in action tonight. Walker Buehler's on the bump for Los Angeles, St. Louis, and Oakland. 907 first pitch from the Bay Area. Switching on over to the NBA, Draymond Green agreed on a four-year extension with the Golden State Warriors worth $100 million. And according to Brian Windhorst, Julius Randle has withdrawn his name from Team USA's training camp due to some family issues. With all that being said, back to Steve Hartman and Rich Ornberger in just 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car seen it covered it talk to farmers we are farmers bum, 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 bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state and steve i they might play 15 games in the schedule on college football but don't tell me alabama scheduling like the citadel is really a considered a, a listen a, their third string needs work yeah. you understand that yeah, yeah. for the no, nfl they 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 do <laughs> us I, I agree with you look i mean that's essentially almost like a high school team and, yes and we understand why these programs go in for the kill because they're going to make more money playing a game at alabama those, those programs because they've been talking about eliminating those games oh, yeah and no, you no, and no. all many schools would lose their football and programs in, uh, because uh, of their it? football programs their entire athletic department exactly. is subsidized by those games on you know who are cupcakes for alabama but right. th- that's the entire season that's what they literally support a smaller school's entire year their entire athletic program uh, by being a sacrificial lamb so I understand what you're saying, all right? We're trying to do what's best for the student-athlete. Okay. Uh, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO, the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. By the way, I've always been meaning to ask you this, Rich. Yeah. Are you in the Penn State Hall of Fame, Athletic Hall of Fame? Uh, No. Okay, I'm and trying if- to figure out why, because I'm looking here. <laughs> In the five years previous to you taking the field as a redshirt freshman, yes, Penn State had four losing seasons That's out correct. of those five years. That's correct. And then as a redshirt freshman, your team, led by the great Michael Robinson, a future NFL fullback, he was a quarterback, uh, went 11-1, and and as I mentioned, went to four consecutive bowl games capped by a big Rose Bowl. Um Look at this. Five and seven, five and six, nine and four, Capital One Bowl. Three and nine, four and seven, and then you showed up. No you, big have deal. you ever really gotten the proper due? Uh, no, unfortunately. Over that uh, span of time, starting something to the tune of 36 games. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, no, no. They never uh, They never inducted me. And and you know what? Nor should they because I have a, a, a vitriol hatred yeah. for Hall of Fame in general. What if they were actually announced that this year's class would have included Rich Orenberger, except that he has made it publicly known that he has total disdain for well, Hall I'd, of Well, I'd appreciate them listening. You know, they're, they're great <laughs> listeners of the show. The fact that they're concentrating 
so so deeply on the things that I'm broadcasting. Fantastic. Now, look, I, I mean, realistically, uh, a lot of change was coming if Penn State didn't didn't pull it out. I mean, they were talking, and this is long before any scandal about firing Joe Paterno, and it really was that turnaround that sort of saved things. It did. I mean, it extended his career a little while longer. By the way, speaking of college football coaches, how about Urban Meyer? This guy is unbelievable. He really is. I mean, he's a great coach, obviously. But he's running his mouth right now about a Zach Smith. You remember the controversial assistant coach? And Accused of domestic violence, not only at his time in exactly. Florida, but at Ohio State. He came with him to there. And, and so Urban Meyer comes out and he said that he encouraged Zach Smith to stay with the Buckeyes in January of 2018 when he was offered a coaching position at Alabama, which, by the way, was news to Nick Saban. He said, look, I never, ever offered this guy a job. We interviewed him. We did a little background check. We decided it's better to hire someone else. <laughs> I mean, he goes, oh, no. I mean, but, you know, Urban no. Meyer's a, he's an interesting cat, obviously yeah. a great coach. But when you watch Urban Meyer, it's something about his demeanor, and then all of a sudden he takes ill every once in a while, every few years when things are got, not going well for his program. You know, suddenly he's getting ill, and then he ends up with even a better program. I tell you what, if you're Clay Helton, now, we were talking about the coaches poll right now. USC, USC is ranked 34th Ouch. in the preseason college football poll. I promise you this. If they stayed 34th, Clay Hilton is out. Out. And uh, Urban Meyer, who's going to be working uh, right here, yes. as a matter of fact, or Fox, and he's going to be doing some commentary work. College football analyst. College football analyst, just sitting back in the L.A. area. Yeah, look, you, I know, mean, uh, you, you mentioned uh, Leinert and Reggie Bush, both proponents of him getting the head coaching job at They're at recruiting USC. him. They're actively recruiting him, have made no qualms about the fact that they uh, don't like the direction of the program, not really fond of Clay Helton as the head coach. Look, there's no doubt he would have a I turnaround immediately. I will, and he would. I will say this though: Clay Helton was the orchestrator of saving a season two seasons ago when he selected Sam Darnold as his starting quarterback. That was the best movie ever made. And uh, you know, he followed that with a a, a, a bit of a step back. Uh, I think only a ten-win season and a loss in the bowl game, which many felt that was unacceptable. Well, that and first then, year, remember what happened? They started losing. They lost fifty-two to six in the opening game to Alabama. They had a five-star recruit quarterback who he benched for a non-five-star recruit. Yeah. Uh, and and Sam Darnold he lost a game to Utah, ran the table, beat your Nittany Lions in an amazing that Rose was bowl. an incredible. And game. then all of a sudden, Sam Darnold going in the next year was AP for the first time. It put out a preseason All-American team. Lamar Jackson was the defending Heisman Trophy winner. Sam Darnold, first team All-American preseason. Everyone was expecting SC. And then we watch him like, what the hell happened? They right. were okay, right. but they weren't dominant. Offensive and then last line year, got losing pretty record. young, and uh, obviously went the way it did. So, yeah, definitely yeah. a hotter seat than most yeah. over at the well, Trojans well, headquarters. It, it's, it could not be hotter. I will give it. Clay Helton's a good guy. We've had him on the show. I don't root against anybody. I don't want to see a guy lose his job, but he's in an almost impossible situation he right now at He has something USC. over Lynn Swan or, or something. Well, no, he had a contract extension. That's what he had. I, 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 the alumni did not want to swallow that contract. Contract. They said, look, give him one more year. All right. Give him one more year. But that's it. But they're a preseason number 34. The that thing is, is not he was fall. on the hot seat when he got the contract extension. So, well, that's. But they won that big game. I don't know how long uh, Lynn Swan is going to last as athletic director at USC. Look, if they're. If, 
If they don't win in football, do you understand how much money that football pro- – you know how much money Pete Carroll generated for USC football? I mean, he turned it. He turned it's unreal. USC was bigger than the Hollywood sign. I mean, they were just, they were a tourist attraction. There for was a time when they had that thirty-four game winning streak. Lakers were down. Yeah, we Dodgers ran into were down. During that one. They were the number one ticket in LA. It's rare, but for a while there, with I mean, Liner, yeah. Bush, and company, they were Liner, the Bush, number one ticket in I, town. Ray Maluga. I mean, the Clay Matthews. These guys were celebrities. They were being Big stopped by Cuddy. TMZ. All right. All right. Where are we oh, just a week into this NFL preseason? From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we're going to tell you why at least some of what's happening right now matters. Coming up next. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. <laughs> Steve, Steve Harbin and Rich Arnberger. All right, let's uh, let's thank everybody. Ryan, uh, it was great to have you here today. Wonderful man. Uh, I want I want a preseason prediction on how many wins the Raiders will have uh, in 2019. Figure they were 17. And, they were four and 12. The over under is six. So um, where where are you for the Raiders this year? Um, I'll go like 12 wins, and that's combining the preseason. 12 wins with the preseason. <laughs> so if you go 4 and 0 the preseason, that's still at least 8 wins. So in the they're 12 and season. 20. They're 12 and 20. They're going to be right. horrible, and I think John Gruden's a horrible coach. Oh, boy. <laughs> See, Brian's my man. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, he's yeah. the worst coach in the league. He ranks up there, yeah. Okay. How could Actually, I, no. What? Pat Shermer's the co- worst coach in the league, but uh, he's close. I don't know. Pat Shermer doesn't have a single receiver on his team who's healthy right now. Uh, well, look at his track record. All right. So, anyway. All right, so there is Orion. Uh, Gage, of course. Gage, do you have a favorite NFL team? Is that established? What is Gage's favorite team? That would be. He's a Rams fan. He is a Rams mm, fan. You okay. were a St. Louis Rams fan or just now a Rams fan? L.A. L.A., okay. Yeah, yeah, it sounds a like a front runner. Yeah, sounds I know. Like, Gage. That's okay. <laughs> what are you doing? The pride of Chapman right there. And, of <laughs> the course, Chapman. David Gascon, he is a fan of everybody. He's DG. universal. Yeah, he's a universal. Well, a fan of you guys. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And your favorite NFL team is? Uh... I grew up watching the Denver Broncos. You watched them. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I grew up rooting for them. I yeah. think the best quarterback. In so the what did you think of Drew Locke's debut? He's a rookie. Who gives a crap? Preseason. You got a ton of guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I have texts that say different. What are you talking about? You got Flacco. You got it all. Yeah, uh, Elway says Flacco's best years are ahead of him. I I agree with Elway. Well, there's one guy that knows about winning late in his career. It's John. There Elway. you go. Well, well, Tom well Brady, said. Of course. Well said. That's well true. said. Yeah. Peyton Manning as well. He was a Bronco. That's and right. then of course Gavin producing the show as he does so expertly. <sighs> And uh, we couldn't openly talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because Rich still hasn't seen the movie. Yeah, but, uh, well, I mean, I think, I know th- uh, there are oh, a lot of listeners who haven't seen yeah. the movie yet. So I know. let's well, you know, keep yeah, a lid on it for week. a little while. How about sure. a restaurant review? Because in the movie, there's a lot of L.A. establishments oh, here. So this will work for about one segment of our population. But Casa Vega, I went to last okay. night. Casa Vega was the there. El Coyote a, was uh, featured prominently. It is if a, you really want to see Hollywood Westwood, Circa 1969, perfect. I mean, Mm. absolutely perfect. Wonderful year. Um, All right. uh, I'm looking at the NFL preseason schedule. Games will resume on Thursday now that the uh, Hall of Fame game is in the books. Big schedule Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Because you uh, 
You've been around this league a long time. Just going back to when you broke into this league as a rookie in 2009 to where we are in 2019 as far as the way teams play these preseason games, how different is it? Well, it's fairly similar, actually. It hasn't changed all that much. So they still will use starters for yep. a half yeah, in the yeah. game, like, uh, third week preseason, dress rehearsal. A lot of coaches like the idea of of keeping consistencies, and, and I don't see much wrong with the way it's done. I think we're seeing more rest, more load management than ever before because of how detrimental it is to lose a player like a Julian Edelman, for example, a couple of years back in the preseason to an ACL or a Odell Beckham Jr. breaking his leg in a preseason so you're going to see a lot more resting of those star starters but outside of that pretty much the same well how much do you need to play i mean if you're an established starting player in the nfl you're getting reps obviously in training camp how many reps do you actually need in a preseason game if if at all i mean for years ladanian tomlinson Never played a single play you don't during need, the preseason. You don't need. You know what you need. You need. Uh, you need to play. Uh, you know the, the video games. That's how you get. Really, charged. is that oh, what yeah, a lot yeah, of guys yeah. are doing that right now? <laughs> That's how you do. You broadcast yourself playing video. A lot games. of injuries in video games. Well, Did you sure. see that? I mean, you avoid. Yeah, actually, collapsed lung. Yeah, because you're hunched over the, so long. The esport athletes, and they are athletes. These are brave young men and women who, uh, you know, they'll they'll get sciatica. Okay. Yes, yeah. They'll get carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel is a real thing. As like well. you said, collapsed lungs. I mean, what is because well, you're hunched over so long. That's the whole problem. Yeah. In other words, dangerous. Don't watch these games. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.